Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with Scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on everybody? My name is Carlotta. Welcome to a very special Weird News Wednesday. This is the top 10 of the year and we are here for a highlights, highlights package, Sean. A highlights package? A highlights package. A package of highlights. So much less work for me, but so much more work for you. It's almost like all the work I don't do in the year <laughs> is now concentrated into this one episode. Get this out for Wednesday, boy. Oh my God, there's so much editing so, to do. So what is the top 10 Weird News? I'm, I know it's in the name. Right. But if you were to, if this is somebody's first episode, it's always somebody's first episode. Do you think this is a good introduction to this the show? Like, yeah, this is like watching a best of your face. It's like watching highlight clips mm. on YouTube of a TV series, and then you're like, oh, I might tune into that. And, and then you realise the rest of the show is really bad. It's all trash. Yeah. Basically, every week for the last year, yeah. we have put out a Weird News Wednesday episode with seven to eight weird news stories mm. in it. And we could already find ten half-decent ones. Ten that we were willing to put into a list. <laughs> but we have, it's all been accumulated. Yes. Everyone's voted on it. Thanks, everyone. We threw voting. the votes out. So what we did last year was we had to do the votes ourselves. Because no one was listening. Well, we, I had like two or three votes. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, oh, that's nice. But this year, I actually had the privilege that I did a list of about 30, 31 stories. And I put them all in a little poll that I did up myself. A little bit of typing. He you did a bit of coding. He hacked the mainframe. <laughs> he hacked Facebook. <laughs> I used the keyboard <laughs> and I typed in words. And he said, I'm in. I I have an earpiece, I'm in. <laughs> and then everyone was able to vote. Then on you'd that. slowly drop from the ceiling on a wire for no reason. Just up and down. Like a giant playing a yo-yo. You said you were in. <laughs> um, and so, I'm out, man. And so, um, yeah, I did up the list. And because we had 30, I was like, we definitely need help. So we threw it out to you guys and you were we had like such a good response and a very, like just... It's just lovely to see because you got loads of votes and people could vote on anything they wanted. There was some things that like one of them especially ran away with it, but it was very yeah. tight for like all of the other positions. And there were things that I like, I did not, I couldn't call it like yeah. where what uh, what story would end up where. Yeah, like we and you were talking, we were like, 
Do you, what do you think is going to be in the top 10? I mean, you could only name like four. <laughs> yeah. We're on the show. <laughs> we, we've spoken about all these stories. Yeah. So, yeah, this is our top 10. Now, um, do we have honorable mentions before we get to this? We're not gonna, it's going to be a surprise for each one. I haven't revealed the results. I even hid the results on the poll. So nobody knows what the order is. Except for me and you yes, right now. Right now. But you have the list and I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be doing that work later on this week. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, uh, my, I only have one honourable mention that didn't make it, and that was uh, the guy who was humping the rail outside McDonald's. Yeah. For the sole reason that that story stands out to me, because we came up with that character who was a little child, but he was... He was like the Bugsy Malone type. He, he was, here, see, here, see, policeman. And then his policeman was the father. And yeah. so, I think that's my one honourable mention. I don't know what episode that's in. Um, oh, we'll find it. We'll find it. It, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna play in about seven seconds. Exactly. Um so play that tune there now. <laughs> Naked Florida man performs strange dance at McDonald's before trying to have relations with a railing. Oh Yes. Oh no. <laughs> With, with a single railing? Yes! A Florida man, stripped naked, did what the arresting officer described as a strange dance at a McDonald's restaurant and was seen trying to have relations with a railing by a witness to the bizarre incident. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Someone had to witness that. <laughs> there was more than one witness. Jesus. Um, a day prior to Sunday's disturbance, John Francis Morgan... Six, three first names. 62. Never trust a man with three first names. Oh. Um, had told County Sheriff's Office Deputy that he intended to go to McDonald's in Naples, where he had, ban- he had been banned over a similar previous outburst. So he said to the sheriff... I'm going to that fucking McDonald's. But it'll never happen again, ne- officer. No, I'm going. I just want food. I just want me Big Mac. I swear. The officer warned him <laughs> not to go there. And Morgan said, I won't. Don't you worry, lad. Fair play. I won't go. Morgan's an honest chap. <laughs> but Morgan did not heed that warning. Fuck's sake, uh, Morgan. And the following day, went to the McDonald's restaurant on the trail east. The Tamiami Trail, which... Fair enough. It's a place. Um, I was dispatched to McDonald's in reference to a white male wearing white shorts, tearing, taking their clothes off and doing a strange dance, said Morgan's arrest report. The caller stated that they believed the male to be possibly on drug shot. Really? Yeah. Is that the reason? The male was doing this near the front door of the McDonald's. Oh, no. While I was on my way to McDonald's, it was also stated the male pulled his pants down, but then very quickly pulled them back up. He realised what he was doing. He was wrong. <laughs> Sorry, lads, I've gone too far. Ah, no, now no, I've... Fair I've, enough. That's on me. Lastly, the caller stated that it looked as though the male was trying to have sexual relations with a railing that was outside the place. See, this doesn't make sense to me, the what? railing bit. Yeah. What, like, um, are you and I picturing the same railing? I'm picturing, like, yeah, like, little bars. Yeah. Like, single line bars. But I'm thinking they're, like, you know, six inches apart. Yes. And do you think he was kissing it? How does that? But his underwear is on. It says his underwear is on. Pulled the pants back up. Yeah, he pulled his pants back up. So it's not like he's not going full. No. But surely there's just a lot of like kissing, kissing, and and hand holding. Bit of bit of uh, stroking, stroking. Maybe. Stroking. <laughs> I don't know. Those railings are filthy as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lead paint. 
<laughs> no. Um, I like the strange dance. What is the strange dance? It's like a mating ritual for a, a for <laughs> for a railing. He's trying to mate the railing. But surely, like the railing can't move. Doesn't have much. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, standards. No. Not high standards on a railing. Not at all. Well, unless it's a high railing. Yeah, unless it's a high railing. But in terms of standards itself, it'll fuck any man. Do they have the spikes on the top? Uh, no, I don't think it does. Oh, excellent. I really hope it doesn't. No. Because that could lead to other things. What could it lead oh, someone, someone could get hurt. <laughs> yes. yes. The strange dance re- leading to the to the sexual relationship with Raelic, even, to- even though he said to the officer he wasn't going to that McDonald's yeah, the day before. Did he go for food or did he go to... Does he just go for the railing? Is that one is particular railing? railing? Yeah. And he's been kept apart from that railing for too long. It's a romantic level that he just... He can't even think about. He just... He loves the railing too much. And no other railing does it for him. No other railing does it for him. We're talking about a fucking railing. Yeah. Mm. I was trying to think of railing puns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, okay. There, I was I was also trying to think of a Happy Meal joke yeah. for a little while. Good stuff. Didn't make any sense no. to me. Uh, you, imagine me the officer who was like, no, don't fucking go to it. And then you get a call saying... Oh, fuck's sake. There, there's, a, there's a man and he's... Is that Francis Morgan again? Well, he's taking his clothes off and he's dancing. He's taking his clothes off, is he? Yeah. After da- I do, fucking told him yesterday. a strange dance in front of the rail. Strange dance. The yeah. mating dance. He's doing the mating dance lo- again. I would look just... I'm a nine-year-old, yeah. but I think it looks like a Well, you dance. are a very deep-voiced nine-year-old. Well, thanks very much. Yeah. I've been smoking since I was six. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually, in fairness. My it, daughter smokes as well. She's six. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fair play. She should join my blues band. <laughs> it's about the note you don't play, in fairness to you. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, <laughs> start scatting. <laughs> scatting in blues. <laughs> no rules apply. It's about the scats you don't scat. <laughs> um, yeah, that police officer turns up. That, like, what does he even see? Oh, it's uh, horrors. Uh, horrors. The things he has to come across. Yeah, first he has to meet with his contact on the ground. So he meets with the nine-year-old. Yeah. And he's like, where is he? Give me a fucking cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah. Take the long drag. And then he hands it to the officer. <laughs> <laughs> you need this more than me, buddy. <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> you need this more than me, Dad. <laughs> I gotta get it back to school. <laughs> he hops into a Porsche and drives off. <laughs> As Gangster's Paradise plays. <laughs> Put some glasses on, it's raining. <laughs> He's in a full three piece suit. <laughs> He's got a violin case with a Tommy gun inside. <laughs> yeah, see, so you didn't hear from me, officer, right? He's getting naked, see? I'm sitting like dolls. Doing a weird dance. He's doing a weird dance, see? He's made with the railing. <laughs> if he ain't Kevin, I'm gonna make him sleep with the fishes. Oh boy. If he's just like, now little Timmy. Ba- back to fourth class with you. I told you about the murder. <laughs> Submit that his feet. <laughs> if you don't mind me, I gotta see a man about a dog. <laughs> he hops in the Ferrari and drives off. Just peels out of the place. 
the officer was like, that's the coolest nine-year-old I've ever met. <laughs> he's, he's a wild card, but he gets things done. <laughs> I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. I like little Timmy. Let's keep her around. Little Timmy the gangster. <laughs> Timmy the gang. He's fucking Bugsy Malone. Yes, <laughs> he. <is> he? <laughs> I went to get a Big Mac. <laughs> I'm too big for a bad Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> too big for a Happy Meal. Uh, you know, you'd go into McDonald's and order a Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> no rules apply no. to me. You got another Euro Saver menu for d- 50 cents. <laughs> I'll have two of those. <laughs> Give me everything you got. <laughs> everything on the menu, sir. I said everything. And he's got like a bag with swag written on the side of it. <laughs> Did I fucking stutter? <laughs> everything you got. <laughs> My throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got to move on from the sexual relations with a railing. Oh, yeah. I realise I said tune. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the whole thing is a tune, really. Yeah, I, I well, really... Imagine being at a nightclub and this comes on over the speakers. <laughs> and everyone shouts, Abba, tune. Abba, Shania Twain, this. What nightclub do you go to? I go to a bit of Abba. <laughs> Mainly Abba cover bands. <laughs> yeah. Really, that's all it is. It's me and Shania Twain go there. Me and Shania were good pals, so we are now into the top. Th- Do you have an honourable mention? Did Mine you? was the the, oh. the kid. Oh, that's the, lucky. Uh, see, I, I always attributed to being the gangster kid, but that's not even like the main story. The story has nothing to do with that child, but it's just the tangent that we yeah. went on. Um, so we are now in the official top ten. We're doing story shot. Da, 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 da. This is this is good. This is this is number ten. This is the start. You Numero think, t. This. You, you think a ten, you'd be weak. You think a ten may, might be the sl- the weakest of the ten. Obviously, every ten year old is weak. <laughs> I've never seen a ten year old open one bottle of water. <laughs> oh help me! Ah, go back to your cartons of milk, you <laughs> Grow up, kid. <laughs> Grow up. Get a job. <laughs> get a job, kid. So number ten, Sean. This might surprise you. Yes. But number ten on our top ten weird news stories of the year is one hero <gasps> that we didn't cover for Hero Zero. It's one hero we didn't cover for Movie Mondays. Who could it be? Owl Man came in at number 10, Sean. Part man, part owl. Part man, part... All man. The man who has haunted that little town for years, decades. Or centuries. Centuries. Now, Owl Man is the, the Owl Man of Monan. Of Monan Smith is the name of the town. It's just, I remember doing this story and we both said afterwards, just... Oh, that, that was a good one. That <laughs> Owlman one. Because <laughs> it's one of those that me and you would just read if we weren't doing this show. Yeah, exactly. We'd be like, oh, fucking Owlman. <laughs> Send this to each other and just be like, this is mental. Just see the fucking Owlman story. Um, my favourite part about this was your incredible hatred of Owlman straight off the bat. Just, yeah, I thought he was a little prick. And, and I, I, my love for Owlman. <laughs> yeah, I like when we take the roles in that one. <laughs> but the, Owl- I was convinced it's just either an, a big owl because, or a man. Because we've always said, like, with all these camera phones, it's still very hard to get a clear HD photo. There's a, the best joke I've ever heard is uh, a comedian called Mitch Hedberg, and he just says, I think Bigfoot's just blurry. <laughs> <laughs> so, very, like, all those conspiracy theories about Bigfoot, we've always said, like, surely, 
everybody has a HD fucking camera fucking 4k camera at, in their pocket at some stage somebody's gonna take a photo of it but it's still blurry it's always in the corner slightly yeah. blurry and Owlman was very similar so um, any other memories about Owlman before we hit the play button I, su- I suppose the little like film scene that we concocted of the little town in the little town everyone's in the bar yeah the tourist comes in and just goes so what's this about an Owlman <laughs> and then the music stops <laughs> yeah just like record scratch <laughs> so yes this is Owlman I just I fucking love this story it's Okay, so grown. play it now and we're starting this week Sean with a certain weird news that I read and I thought you know what this is what this is oh, what's the word I'm looking for not a mystery it's <gasps> it's, a, it's a it's a chilling this tale this is a sighting of a monster we're monster hunting here Sean oh my god um, we don't normally do this here on weird news but but we it, it's the prime place for it Loch Ness Monster Bigfoot True facts. The moth man. The man who is a moth. The man who is basically a moth. Right? Yes. All of these things we all know they're all true. And and now there's a new addition to that list. There's a new addition to that list. And I know who you're asking. Who? Yes. Half man, half owl. That scares (sighs) off holidaymakers. Exactly. (laughs) That scares off holidaymakers filmed in graveyard, Sean. That is where he'd hang out. Oh, we're starting off with a big one this week. This is big news. So we're solving a crime. Not a crime, we're solving a mystery. We're monster hunting. We're monster Um, hunting. This is weird news. This is what we have to get into the nitty gritty, right? Right. Who is this man? What does he want? Who's this owl? Who is this man? What does he want? Oh, he's done it again. Same pun twice. (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) Um, A ghost hunter claims to have filmed Owlman of Mornan Smith, a creature of legend that hasn't had a sighting in more than 40 years. Oh my God, we're dealing with a middle-aged owl. Man. A mythical half man, half owl that scares off holidaymakers in Cornwall has been filmed in a graveyard. Cornwall. It's claimed. It's claimed. <laughs> he has been filmed. Wait. It's claimed. <laughs> Every word in that has it's claimed after. It's claimed. That he claimed. Um, see, I read this and I got a bit spooked, Sean. Did I, you? It's spooky stuff. That doesn't right? seem like you, Connor. I, I'm not easily spooked. You know this about me. A boo. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not easily spooked. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but I come to you with this chilling tale of a half mad, half owl. That which I, half? Uh, actually, that's a good point. If you, which half would you want? You'd. Oh. Owl head on human body. You don't want owl head floppy dick. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you think it's... I, I was picturing an owl in a suit. <laughs> Full suit. Business owl, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Or maybe... What kind of owl? Uh, is it... How many owls do we know? A barn owl? A tawny owl. A tawny owl. A snowy owl. Um, all right. A, uh, a hawk. <laughs> Natural predator of the owl. <laughs> They're all the same family. Roberts. Um So here's the take, right? Yeah. The Owl Man of Mon and Smith has been the subject of folklore since the 1920s, Sean. Oh. He's been around a lot longer than us. Yeah. And that's, here's. That's true. That's true. But there hasn't been any sightings since 1976. 1976. Yes. Okay, leave right? that number with me. Just I'll leave try it and there. connect it somehow. Okay. More than 40 years later. Ghost hunter Mark Davies claims he's caught the infamous character on camera. <laughs> What's he doing? How is he hurting someone, or is he just okay? I'm spooked. 
Okay, because you're spooked, I'm going to take the side of skepticism okay. in this debate. Because I'm all in. Oh, I'm also all in, but we need balance oh, on this de- show. Fair enough, you're dead right. What if it's just a big owl, lads? Oh, come on now. How outrageous. <laughs> in the footage, Mark and a friend can be seen prowling around the spooky graveyard. You never want to be caught prowling, do you? No, not in a spooky graveyard, which lies behind a gate with a dramatic-looking inscription. Don't know why that's important, no. but go with me. He, they're setting the scene. Set the scene. Um, it reads, Datimi Nese de do, which is Cornish and translates to It is good to draw nigh to the Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Setting the scene. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is really unnecessary, though, for what is essentially a, a story about a big owl. <laughs> half man, half owl. Half man, half owl. Sorry. Come on, not a big owl. I'm a- it's actually quite a small owl if it's only half an owl. <laughs> But what? But also half a man. Oh, actually, that's true. You put half of me and half an owl together. That's still. It's got it. It's still like seven foot tall. <laughs> Imagine the top half is a man, but the sm- the bottom half is normal sized owl legs. Oh gosh! Crushing those legs. Just in bits. Skipped leg day. Every what if it's day. half and half, like down the middle, <laughs> like two fists? Yeah, but it's an owl. Of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mark holds out. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. How does he... Why is he there in the... He's a spooky... Why is he prowling around the grave? Now, look, we know what he's about. He He's a man about the weird. He's about the ghosts. He loves inscriptions it's, above gates. It says he's a ghost hunter, right? Yeah. So Professionally. What, professionally ghost hunter, of course. So what would you need if you were a graveyard and you were a ghost hunter? Night vision goggles? Maybe. Even better. He holds out, in the video... Yes. A spiritual detector. And mm. pans his... Homemade? I'm assuming a stick. Um, And and pans his camera around the graveyard. All he found was the ideal well site. (laughs) (laughs) Asking if any creature lives here. He's asking the graveyard. Poor question in a graveyard. No one lives there. That's quite true. Yes, you're dead right. Um, Dead right. Graveyard. Good with stuff. Um, (laughs) Say it again. They're dead. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> then in the corner of the frame, corner. a ghostly figure can be seen. Why Sean. is it always the corners? The ghost, just out of shot, just, just out of shot, just blurry, just a bit slightly blurry on his perfectly HD camera. Yeah, just out of shot is a ghost figure. Like a figure, spooky. No I, one's coming down and saying ghosts. I, so you're saying you're not all in yet? Yeah, I need more convincing. I'm the sceptic here. You are true. I'm all in. I've seen a ghostly figure in a corner of a screen. I've already... I've, I've signed my life away. <laughs> you had me at ghostly. Um, you had me at card. <laughs> but, but... This mm. is where it gets interesting, Sean. Okay. When Mark goes to investigate, the apparition... Disappears. Has vanished... <laughs> Thomas like he couldn't back up that wild claim. And he could find no more trace of the owl. So I'm spooked. Uh, op- I'm spooked. Operating under the idea that it's just a big owl. Yes. What if it flew away once a human approached it? But operating under the idea that it's an owl man. Yes. What if it flew away when he approached it? Because it's an owl man. True. You've dismantled my entire argument. Just try to say the logic here, right? Yeah. Clearly... Right. Read between the lines. So he hasn't been seen. What do the government want, not what does to know, Sean? It's in Area 51. No, it's in Cornwall. <laughs> I don't let's, think you're... Let's raid Cornwall. <laughs> raid Cornwall. 
According to local folklore, mm. two teenage girls once spotted the figure while at Holiday near Falmouth in Cornwall. One day they walked to an old and remote church more than a mile from the village centre. Where no one could prove what they had seen. Shh, no, no. But nobody could also see the owl man. <laughs> Except for them. Except for them. Exactly. <laughs> one day, as I said, they walked there. There, the teen- two, two, two teenagers saw a terrifying bird man with wings and feathers on top of the church tower. Okay. okay. We're getting a bit In more the distance. Again, far away. Can't really see him. No cameras. On the top of the church. Top of the Probably church. Probably a long way away. Yeah. But a bird man. And definitely a bird man. Not a bird. A bird there. man is what they've said. Okay. Yes. Um, Why? The story, the story says that they were so scared by the sighting that their father decided to put an end to their holidays and leave Cornwall immediately. Jeez. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's what happened. Is that... Uh, just really, he didn't. He's, he's one of those people that doesn't like holidays. He hates them. Hates them. He's, he's a look, workaholic. Workaholic. He was looking for any excuse. Yeah. He's just like, that, no. You see the old man. <laughs> we're we're heading home. You see away old, from this godless place. You've seen an old man, no, an owl man. <laughs> you've seen a man. <laughs> you've seen a granddad. <laughs> he had he had a big stick for a hand. <laughs> In July of the same year. Two 14-year-old girls decided to go camping in the area, but they spotted a giant owl of human size with grow- glowing eyes, Sean. Owl's eyes glow. Yeah. Just putting that out there. And what happens if there was a man with an owl on the top? They would glow as well. Do you think this is a series of children and one owl in a trench coat? Uh, <laughs> two owls on top of each other. How big does an owl get? What's the, what's the average size of an owl? I could only assume a foot. Maybe less. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a foot. Maybe a foot. Uh, at the time, all eyes turned to the village and the discovery made the headlines. I mean, we all have heard this story, Sean. It's as old as time. It's as old as as, as owls itself. Exactly. the story of a big owl. Naming the beast the Owl Man of Monan Smith. Inspired. Okay. What's Monan Smith? That's the place. That's the place we're yeah. in right now. Although Cornish people still remember its story, Manny said they had not heard its name for many years. We do not speak of it. <laughs> in my head, there's like a child like, Mother, what about the owl man? The mother's looking out the window with like a glass of water. They ever turns around. Do not speak those names. <laughs> or like, there's, a, there's an American tourist family yeah. that go to the local pub. And that is like, boy, it sure would be cool to check out this owl man. And all, everything stops. The and music. They all, the music cuts off. And they all turn towards this family. And an old man at the end of the barge is just like, he puts down his whiskey and wipes his brow. And he's just like, what What do you mean, owl man? What have you heard? <laughs> what have you, who told you? He's the child. What have you heard? No, no one's left the town in years because for fear of meeting him on the road. He only comes out at night, but we still don't go on the day. I still go on the day. What have you, he's part man. It's night somewhere. 
It's night somewhere. <laughs> um, people at the local pub, the Red Lion, the, Red the Lion. post office and the memorial hall had all heard of the tale of the hybrid beast, but all said they did not know enough about it Ex- to comment. Exactly what they'd say if they were trying to protect themselves. Exactly what they'd say if they were indeed the owl man in question. They transform into the owl man. I think you've turned non-skeptic. I just... <laughs> That, that little portrait that I painted a minute ago. Yeah, this all started as a joke. I was pretending. I'm now all in, Sean. All the evidence. I'm fully on All board. the evidence has given me this idea that I think this could be happening. Right? Right, this poor town is being terrorised. Penny Salisbury. <laughs> Not the Sals. Penny Salisbury said, I haven't heard it mentioned for years and years since it first happened, actually. That's her quote. That's, that's, that's what the newspaper put in. I haven't heard of it in years since it first happened. Since since you talked to me the last since time about talk- it. Yeah, you're very old now, journalist. Gosh, pensions are gone, sure, aren't they? It was a media event at the time. People were scared to go to the church yeah, afterwards. It was, it was the 20s, of course. No, no the 70s. Was, oh, the 70s, yes. sorry. Yeah. But still, it was the 70s. Yeah. What else was going on? The owl man looked quite menacing mm. from the drawings <laughs> made by the girls. Again, but okay, they're very creepy drawings. They're, but they're very talented. They are, yes. They work for Pixar. This now. is what I did earlier. <laughs> it's like Art Attack. <laughs> yeah. So they just drew. But they would 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 someone have just said, "Now draw the owl man"? Yeah, and they would have drawn an owl man. Like, is that the best evidence we have to go on? See, no. What we have is the ghost hunter himself, right? Yes. Mark has given an interview. Of course he has. Of course he has. He needs to get this story out We need to understand the Owl Man so we can take down the Owl Man. You cannot defeat (laughs) your enemies until you understand their motives. You must become the Owl Man. (laughs) Caw, caw. (laughs) We had like a two-minute joke earlier about how to say who. In my mind, all birds say cock um, So Mark has given an interview. Yeah. And like, just when you thought, what, what has he seen? Yeah. Maybe we don't have all the information. Maybe he can't give a clear detail. You're wrong, because he can. <gasps> Mark said, there's ley lines which are under the ground near the church. Of and course. they give off paranormal activity. He's got us there. He's got us there. <laughs> I can't. I don't know enough about ley lines to disprove that. <laughs> there was a hissing in the trees, he says, and you could hear a snake, and you could hear flapping a flying snake, flying snake, <laughs> flying man snake. I heard it go right over my head, and I was shocked. <gasps> That's when I saw the figure, and it had horns on its head. Not traditional. It knows. was. It was mad. He said. I think Mark saw the devil. <laughs> On the meter I had. Remember, he has that paranormal activity meter. Yes, of course. Uh, which picks the up... The IMDB score for paranormal activity. Of course. Three or two. <laughs> Four. Four. Um, which picks up electric magnetic energy that we use to detect ghosts, he says. And he was walking under some power lines at the time. I was getting conscious replies to my questions through it. Sorry? So he was asking the machine questions about the owl man. Yeah. And he was getting answers. Getting answers. But only he can understand what the machine is saying. Technically, he's really just answering himself. Yes. Yes. He's, he's finding evidence where yes. there is none. 
Sorry, I forgot I'm on board you're, with this. You're not sceptical. No, you are sceptical. Sorry. I'm changing. Have we flip-flopped? <laughs> we might have done here. <laughs> um, there's telling me... Uh, that's telling me there's a demonic energy and it wasn't safe. My mate... This is great. <laughs> my mate got attacked, he said. By? I Some was, local thugs. He had scratches on his arms. His camera bro- broke too. Question, Sean. What have you got here? He was a... Uh, did, did, did we not say earlier he was prowling around in the bushes? Yeah, but look, all lot, these... lot, lot of thorns in a bush. Here's, here's the thing. He has to finish this interview somehow, right? Oh, he needs to round it out. And here's the thing. Some of, some of us will be sceptic. Yeah. Some of us will be all in, such as me. Some of us will be undecided. Undecided. Now, this is how he's going to clinch it, right? This is a ghost hunter himself. He knows what he's talking about. So his thing is that they're in the graveyard. They get attacked by this weird owl man with horns. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. his his friend gets attacked. Not yeah. him. Not him. Why is he protected? But he's protected by the paranormal activity stick, I'm assuming. Of course, no one wants to watch that. It's a big stick. He beats things with it, right? <laughs> But then he says his friend gets attacked. He had scratches on his arms. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Surely his friend had a good look. If you get attacked by something. Yeah, and if it's close enough to scratch your arms. Yeah. You're seeing that. You're, even if it was in the dark, you're still seeing it. If it's that close. Yeah. Here's what he says. Hit me with it. My friend didn't see anything. He just felt this surge of energy. He didn't realise till about half an hour later when he felt some burning and seen the scratches. Okay. <laughs> now, that's all very logical. Yeah, well. Go on. Just look. Pure devil's advocate Devil's here. advocate here. Could have, could have went through some nettles as well. Yeah. Got stung. Mm. Felt burning. But he felt burning. He didn't see the owl man. Mm. Didn't hear the owl man. He felt the owl man seeing the scratches. And he felt an energy. And this ghost hunter has told us specifically that the owl man exists. Sean, is this the Loch Ness monster? Is this the Bigfoot? Is this this is the Bigfoot of our time? Surely. I don't think it's as marketable as Bigfoot is. I disagree. Like it's Cornwall as well. Yeah. Not as big as America. Okay, that's fair enough. Just. Like, sure, like, if you want... I come to you. This is weird news, yeah. right? And you have given me nothing here, right? I've given I'm you... I've given you a billion-dollar movie. I've <laughs> given you scepticism and belief. I've given you all this evidence. And you've come to me and spat in my face. I, well, maybe you didn't give me enough good evidence. I can only tell you what Mark has told me. Well, maybe. True hearsay. <laughs> I'm operating off of rumours and bias here. And very blurry images. Oh, I forgot about the blurry images. The blurry images. You forgot Every- about the blurry images. Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, all of them have blurry images. And we all them. know none of us have a camera on our, on our bodies at all times these days. Not at all. Not Certainly not one with a built-in flash that Absolutely focuses not. in most lights. Because it's not. designed for nightclubs and you're, such. You're dead right. So, Sean, that is the end of the Owl Man story. But he's out or there. Or is it? This is only the beginning. <laughs> he, right? he will kill again. <laughs> he has struck. He has scratched slightly Mark's friend. What is he going to do next? I didn't interview Mark's friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mark's the ghost hunter. But, Sean, why was his friend there then? Mark's friend is just... He just had nothing to do on that Saturday night. Oh, fair. Just joined them. Just, you just decided to come. The along. missus was pissed. The mom, he's like, "Fuck, I'll go with you, Mark." I'm just gonna see an owl. Just get. <laughs> he's a bird watcher. 
Couldn't believe his luck. And he then, was oh. delighted with himself. Then it didn't count because no. it was a man bird. No, because then he couldn't write because he had scratches all over his arm, Sean. How deep are the scratches? I would assume very light. <laughs> I would assume scrapes. <laughs> light scrapes that will heal over one day. Absolutely. You won't even see him in the morning. Don't worry about so, it. So, Sean, what are your thoughts here? Should we all be scared? Is the owl man now lurking? I think it's time to nuke Cornwall, personally. <laughs> Look, they've had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying genocide. No, no. No, no, sorry. Just mass murder. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even get through that. I couldn't, no. All <laughs> oh, right. I, Cornwall people, I love you. You have a rich should... and vibrant culture. No, I think we kill everyone that's ever seen the old man. <laughs> but... Nobody can know of this secret. Nobody Although does. technically everyone who's heard this podcast, especially me and you, yeah. will now have to be killed so the secret doesn't get out. What if once you know about the Owl Man, you're visited by the Owl Man? What if once you know about the Owl Man, you become the Owl Man? Who? But I'm. Rule of Trace. It works. It's finally funny. <laughs> I did it the first two times. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> then you said cacao and ruined it. I did say cacao. You had your chance. Oh, man. I just feel like we needed to cover that. That took nearly 20 minutes. But well, I thought it was I vital. We could do a whole podcast about the Owl Man. Maybe we should start a conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast, but I think we'd be terrible at that. I, yeah, because... Again, we'd flip-flop into believing it or not believing it. <laughs> One of us, we'd forget which ar- which side we were on. Yeah. Halfway through. Um, I'm, of course, on the side that, obviously. I'm on the side that I think the Owl Man is braver than me. Yes. So Would you I- win the fight between you and the Owl Man? See, I can't scratch very well. No, he can scratch, but his scratches don't affect you until half an hour later, and you just feel subverting. So I have that window before I'm mildly You have half an hour of invincibility. Where I can just be punching an owl. <laughs> yeah? That's what we're going for? Yeah. I can definitely punch harder than an owl can. <laughs> now, can an owl take my punches? There's the question. But it's a, it's a man-shaped owl. It's a man-shaped... <laughs> <laughs> that sentence did something to me. Man-shaped owl. Or is it an owl-shaped man? Because <laughs> if it's big, then it's... It's more man than owl. <laughs> the mental image of you punching an owl is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Right hook, left hook. Oh, man. Is, in my head, the owl is on the ground and you're just standing over it. See, in my head, it's tied upside down like one of those punching bags that go really fast with. <laughs> and you have no sporting prowess, so they wouldn't even be in rhythm. It would just be like... Just, Oh, I'd hurt myself oh, more than the absolutely. owl. Absolutely. You're yeah. tucking tums into your knuckles and the whole of breaking tums. God, you fight back with a broken tum. You do, yeah. Your fist gets adrenaline. You're angrier. No pain. You're angrier. <laughs> Fuck, I can't believe I did Go that. Come on, scratch me. I can't feel it for half an hour. Don't punch owls, please. A human-shaped owl. If, a, if an owl comes up to you and it's human it's human height, yeah. you have free reign to punch that owl. And then take a blurry selfie. Absolutely. In the corner of it. Corner. At Put night. him in the corner. At night, it has to be blurry. Yeah. The old man's going to come for us. Oh, man. I'm ready. I think I think you need to start training. I think, <laughs> I think the only way to do this is a fight to the death. I need a Rocky montage where I'm just punching a dartboard with a picture of an owl on it. 
No picture, picture of me just saying caca. <laughs> that makes me so mad. It's not even and that, every, it's not even rice. <laughs> every time we record the podcast together, I just go for you. <laughs> so Jesus, sorry, touch work. Oh, uh, I just you remember. <laughs> I just I just get so pumped up. <laughs> like when, whenever yeah. anyone asks, like, um, oh, your man, what's his name? Who? <laughs> um, okay, we're moving on. Oh, that made me laugh. I just <laughs> needed to cover that. That was spooky. I got a bit creeped out. Mike's been a bit too spooky. Kind of. I think... Don't listen to this after dark, lads. I'm going to censor the whole thing. You should beep out half that stuff. Especially the bit of you punching it out. Yeah, probably should. Um, yeah, no. We can't hear it. But no. I'm assuming that's better than I remember. No, we sat here for a few minutes and we just listened to <laughs> As it. we played on our phone. <laughs> now we sit here silently and just listen. And you also listen to the audio from our phones. Of course. <laughs> just through the mic. Through each of our mics. <laughs> Speaking of um, mics, speaking of mics, a man called no. Uh, my next weird news story involves a man who went to the happiest place in the world, Sean. Uh, oh, Cavan. <laughs> there are people outside Ireland that no, don't know. <laughs> you failed geography. It's cool. Um, there's people outside Ireland that have no fucking clue what Cavan is. But people in Ireland. They still don't really know what Cavan is. Cavan's great. Crap. Have you ever met a man from Cavan? I don't think so. I never. I don't think it exists. <laughs> no, Leitrim. I've never met a man from Leitrim. <laughs> have you? Has anyone? I can't honestly say I have. No. no. It's a fucking. It's folklore. It's all. It's just in the books. It's, it's fucking like Mickey Mouse. They're so always from Dublin or Cork. Not the one human I've ever met from Leitrim. There's only. Yeah. Everyone in Ireland's either from Dublin or Cork. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Neither of us. <laughs> Neither of us are we're special. But our next story is a man who went to the happiest place on earth. But he went there, but he needed a little, he needed a little push. He thought there's not enough magic in Disneyland. Not enough magic. And he wanted something to, you know, pick him up. He was in just a bit of a grumpy mood. So a guy tripping on LSD at Disneyland falls into Adventureland Lake, turns up completely naked a mile away, is number nine. And there's no record of what went on. <laughs> no. no one knows what happened to him in that mile. And I'm fascinated. This is your favourite, isn't it? It's, is, it's like my top three of the years, this one. Because I remember when I said, "Who? what stood out to you? You went, guy on LSD in Disneyland. Yeah. Because what kind of system is it? <laughs> that the pool in Disneyland where children are. <laughs> and he ended up a mile away. A mile away. And he somehow lost his clothes. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. But that is the process of weird news. It's not meant to make any sense. That's true. And it, the less sense it makes, the better it is yeah, for us. Exactly. Because then we have to, like, attribute logic to it. Yeah. And um, do you want to introduce this one? Because it is, like, you're one of your favourite. You could just say, click play or hit that funky music, white boy. What I'm going to do is... Go on. I'm going to insert the sound of an air horn okay and then it's going to segue into it Ready? that seems counter seems like too much editing <laughs> let's just play the tape guy tripping on LSD at Disneyland falls in Adventureland Lake turns up completely naked a mile away okay yes Let, oh god if you, oh, look if you have to be hallucinating anywhere don't make it Disneyland maybe not make it Disney there's people in mass all over the place it'd be like you're in a cartoon <laughs> but it's real life yeah there's children around. <laughs> so, the man uh, recently took a trip with his girlfriend to Disneyland Paris. Disneyland Paris isn't fun without drugs, apparently, Sean. Apparently not. Uh, so she slipped him a tab of acid while they were there. What? Slipped him? Bit of crack. <laughs> sure, we'll do a bit of acid, will we? Fuck's sake, It's lads. meant to be the most fun place in the world. Yeah. And the turn up, like, 
It's not that fun. A bit dry for me. A bit dry. I need a bit of acid. Where's the crack? Uh, so, no, they're acid. Oh, sorry. Um, as soon as it kicked in, though, he repeat, he reportedly tumbled into a lake in the park's adventure land near Captain Hook's pirate ship. Presumably... I love pirates as well. That's <laughs> worse. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Pirates of Space. Space Pirates. Space. Firefly was amazing oh, for you, me. You were all about that. Um, so he he ju- he fell into a lake at the Captain Hook's pirate ship ride. Yeah, or whatever. I guess it's the. I think it's the big swingy. I'm ship assuming thing. he probably seen like Tinkerbell's eyes bleeding, or like. And decided to flee. Into or like the... Captain Hook's hook was like 10 times bigger than it actually was. Oh God, that is terrifying. Yeah. I jump into a lake. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, well, the man never surfaced from the lake, Jesus. <laughs> Sank straight to the bottom. Like a stone. No bubbles, even. Um, he never ever surfaced from the lake, so everyone was like, well, there's another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> and another one. <laughs> <laughs> to the land people just to work there, start breaking the song. Yeah. <laughs> the Jumpalumpus. The lad, like, doing the tickets, just like, did it in. Did you ever see that tweet? Um, it's... This guy and he's like leaving the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and mm. with his friend and they're just walking out quietly out the gate and just his friend's like a lot of debts for a tour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that triggered a massive search party, obviously, for the guy. He fell into the lake. Yeah, nobody knew he was on LSD at the time. But yeah, they just thought someone fell in the lake. It never surfaced. Yeah. Um, so, a massive search party consisting of 10 divers, 10 policemen, 30 firefighters, and 80 Disneyland Paris employees were searching for this man. Huey, Dewey, and Louie got in on it. <laughs> Just kept walking into each other and they were useless. Um, as well as some dogs and a helicopter with a thermal camera on the helicopter. That must be a nightmare in Disneyland. 10 divers, 10 policemen, 30 firefighters... 80 employees at Disneyland, a helicopter with a thermal camera and some dogs to find this man. Who was just floating somewhere. Some, uh, presumably. He never came back up. Like, <laughs> did he swim down? And he fell in the lake and thought, I can find the secrets. <laughs> Davy Jones' locker. He went looking for treasure. <laughs> Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> um, meanwhile, a 44-year-old man who asked to be identified as Benoit Ooh. <laughs> I like the fact that he said, asked to be identified. They're like, what should we call you? And Luke. <laughs> you have a full array of everything. Benoit. 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 Um, was driving home from work in the nearby town of Chessy when he saw a completely naked man covered in scratches walking in the middle of the road just a mile away from Disneyland Paris. Interesting. According- Frozen 2 has taken a turn. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, According to a translation from the Washington Post, he told the newspaper, I stopped, got out of the car, and went to meet him. First of all, never get out of the car. You see a naked man walking down the street. Covered in scratches. Who in the right mind is stopping the car? I'll go ask him. I'll go ask him what's up. You'd, if anything, you'd slow down, roll down the window... Mm. And just go, yeah, all right. Pepper spray up. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he doesn't get up. <laughs> straight, straight up. Just accelerate. <laughs> <laughs> His body isn't filled until that guy's body is on it. God um, So I wanted to know what a naked man was doing 300 metres from my home, he said. That's fair. It's a fair question to ask anybody, really. Yes, what are you doing here? 
sir. Well, maybe not that, but why, what are you doing naked? Oh, yes, sorry. Not, you're allowed to be places. I don't like strangers. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> a stranger's just a friend you haven't met yet, John. Mm, tell that to serial killers. No, I, actually, I have, and I've been murdered. Oh, God. <laughs> you're locked in the room. You know? <laughs> uh, the naked man admitted that he couldn't remember shit. <laughs> Don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Same shit, different day. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> um, on his Instagram, on his chest, he has that picture of the cat hanging off the washing line. Hanging there. <laughs> hanging there. Um, and he had no idea why he got completely naked, he said. Exactly where he came from, or why he was walking down the road. Right. He didn't know any of that information. He, he, he doesn't remember going to Disneyland. No. Oh, that's sad. He forgot his happiest experience. He, he did tell Benoit, however, that he was high on acid because of a bet he did with his girlfriend and a few friends. After giving the dude some clothes and piecing together his story, he dropped him off at the park's entrance. He gave him a lift! Like, I mean, I guess he's putting him back where he belongs. Yeah, but at the same time, wait till you hear this. The search party found him at 1.15am. Jesus. So, I'm going to throw this to you. You leave your house, I would assume, about maybe, I don't know, half eleven at night. Yeah. Twelve o'clock at night. You run into a naked dude walking down the middle of the road. He just stops, gives him some clothes, puts him in the car. Takes him back to Disney. And takes him back to Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Surely you you would tell the police, maybe. All the police are on duty looking for him in the fucking lake. How how the fuck did he get a mile away? This is the mystery, Sean. Here we go. Did he float? Is it connected to a river or something? He he and his girlfriend were arrested for narcotics use. Fair. Sad times. (laughs) Um, So so they both were apparently released with essentially a slap on the wrist. That's nice enough of them. I um, guess they like they didn't hurt anybody. They just wasted everyone's time. So they guessed that swimming out of a filthy Adventureland lake, stripping naked and getting scratched up on a new journey to nowhere was punishment enough. So Sean, <laughs> he fell into the lake and then swam for freedom. I also, I keep picturing that this is Florida. Yeah. But it's France. It's Paris. It's Paris. Like, that, what? Well, did he fall in the Seine? <laughs> he fell into the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, not again. <laughs> I don't, like, how did he, I don't know how this happened. So he gets high on acid. He doesn't even know. You can't even ask him. He fell in the lake and never surfaced. <laughs> no. So he went straight in the lake and went somewhere. Down, I assume. But, like... It's hard to just sink. Yeah, it's actually... Humans are quite buoyant. Is, is it not, like, really hard, like, impossible to sink at first? If you go into the war, don't you immediately come back up anyway? Yeah. Like, because you, you have air in you. Yeah, and the air rises. Yes. Science. Science. Uh, but to, to fall in and just sink <laughs> like a stone immediately. He had no air. <laughs> Didn't actually mention it, but he was blown into a saxophone before he fell in. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> and, he, and he had his collection of lead pipes in his jacket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did I bring all these tire irons in my pockets? So one day. <laughs> um, I, so he falls into the lake, never surfaces, ends, and ends up a mile away naked, covered in scratches. What did he go through in that time? A portal? 
did like the naked like he must have gotten himself naked. Oh unless, yeah. Well, if he fell in with clothes on, unless he went through some kind of filtration system, <laughs> he probably <laughs> did, and ended up in a lake, which would have covered the scratches. Cover, covering scratches, might have torn up his clothes. Yeah. Still doesn't answer how he just fucking sank. No, science doesn't tell us why he would just... He never surfaced. But... <laughs> never. Never. Does acid make you not float? Like, the divers went in and they were grand. They had thermal helicopters searching for him. <laughs> but presumably he'd be the same temperature as the water after a bit. <laughs> he didn't live in the water. No, but, like, you wouldn't pick him out, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. The dogs were there. The dogs were searching for him. Because my thing is, is that if he was sucked into a filtration system yeah. the second he went in, surely the divers would have been too. No, that's right. No, but he must have gone in, like, immediately, and the divers would have came later. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, unless they turned off the filter. It would be fairly dangerous to have a fucking sucker in in Disneyland. Yeah, in, in a In case pla- a child fell in. Yeah, and it seems fairly easy to fall into. Sorry, your child has been sucked into Disneyland. <laughs> He's part of the park now. <laughs> We've made a mini mouse. Yeah, they put him to work. That's Come. why he was naked. He was getting into the mascot oh, costume. There you go. If you fall in, you immediately you owe them your life. Yeah, because the water technically saved you. It saved you from death. Because there was a big cliff on yeah, the other tr- side. I don't know why they're putting these cliffs in Disneyland. Oh, they need employees, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a mystery. It's an actual mystery and it'll never be solved. Because he doesn't even know. I like the French police as well being like, ah, he's been true enough. <laughs> we don't even fucking know that. Like... Just, it seemed like a lot, didn't it? <laughs> he fell in, never surfaced, and arrived a mile out of town. But if you're in Paris, where's Disneyland Paris? It's outside the sea. It's outside the city of Paris. Yeah. It's like it's it's a short enough drive, I'd imagine. But he's still in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like countryside, I would say. Outside some dude's house naked. Imagine being the dude that lives a mile from Disneyland. Oh. You'd be you'd be sick of it, really. Oh, you, you hate Disneyland. Because <laughs> you'd hear the fireworks every night. <laughs> Do they go off every night? I think so. Oh, I think that's... they have like a midnight fireworks oh, show. You'd, oh, you'd be wrecked. You'd be in <laughs> I have work tomorrow at seven, lads. <laughs> yeah, he works. Oh, he works for DreamWorks or something. <laughs> Sony. You <laughs> <laughs> work for Sony, you fucking bastards. Oh, just, I just want to work on Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> I hate fireworks. <laughs> They're always so happy. I hate it. His dog would be going mental. Absolutely. His dog is actually called Pluto. Why did I name you Pluto? <laughs> the, you're the biggest mistake I ever made. <laughs> Shut up, Goofy. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's the mystery that I don't think we'll ever solve. No, I don't want it solved. But I read that story and I thought, maybe we should just talk, discuss this. How did that happen? It, do- it, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's it. Nobody. It happens to nobody. <laughs> Except this one unlucky bastard. One dude on acid who went to Disney and went, this is a great. <laughs> so even if he could tell us what had happened, it probably wouldn't be right. <laughs> no. Well, the rainbow dra- dragged me. Yeah, of course. To, to freedom. To fr- And then the demons took all my clothes. Wow, that was class. <laughs> Am I giving too much energy? I feel like I'm kind of scared. 
<laughs> we got to maintain this for the duration of the show. Absolutely. Um, so, what do you think, guys? <laughs> no. Oh, God, I'm really excited. <laughs> um, we're up to number eight, John. Number eight. Yes. Why is six afraid? What? That's not the joke. Why is seven afraid? Of I can never remember the start. Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, eight nine. nine. Yeah. Grand snowball. I'm glad we cleared that up before I did a story. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> he, he's veering between so full of energy. And just completely despondent. <laughs> I'm going to be poking you with a stick by number three. An electric stick. Oh, very good. Number, <laughs> number, number eight. eight. Number eight is the accent challenge, Sean. The challenge. Now, Irish accent tutorial. Yes. Yeah, so Amazing. <laughs> The background of this is that there was an American vocal coach who put up on YouTube. This was, I think the video itself was like two years old where we did it. Yeah. But we had only just come across it. The algorithm pushed it forward. Yeah. And so um, the Irish accent was one of her accents that she was teaching everyone. And so, of course, we thought we would be the perfect people to try and learn the Irish accent. As two men with no accents. Absolutely. We thought maybe, you know, it'd add a little something to the show. A je ne sais quoi. A je ne sais quoi. Of course talking about yes. this those two lads with the accent who do the podcast yeah and the very strong Irish accent so we said we couldn't just do it ourselves we needed somebody to teach us the Irish accent somebody better than us at the accent itself absolutely mm. we need to perf- like we can't just do an accent people we would need- know exactly we yeah. need the perfect accent and so we came to this lady thinking we would be improved and to be honest with you I don't know if it worked I have no clue what went on <laughs> I'm trying not to lean into the accent. <laughs> just trying to really just be very bland. Just it's completely mon. No, I, I see. I fucked it up already. I, see, Irish are still very sing-soggy. Like I don't think we can get rid of that. No, and I think we like we have pretty flat accents anyway. Yeah, but I think but even still a we have a too. bit of a sing-song. Yeah, so we came to this American vocal coach and we allowed her to try and teach us the ways of the Irish accent, and this. Is how it ended up. Why would we start with an American vocal coach? Our vocals are perfect. I'm always saying I enunciate so well. I pronounce my THs every time. Every single time I'm always saying that. that that's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> um, well, American vocal coach has gone viral. Gone right? viral? So this video is actually like two years old. It's like 2017. Okay. But the, the dark ages. The Irish public have only picked up on it now. Well, we just got internet. We did just get it. Dial-up has just gone. <laughs> and we've just gotten the old internet in. But we have an American vocal coach and they have gone viral here in Ireland as they have tried the Irish accent. Oh, so you know, what America, you know what a vocal coach is like? It's just someone on YouTube being like, you can do this accent. Just yeah, to, just put your do this with your mouth and then... Just practice it. Yeah, just a lot of the tutorials I feel end up being... And just talk like you're Irish. <laughs> Just pretend just, to have an Irish accent. Just be talented at accents. Yeah. And then you'll be able to do accents. There you go. I was in a play once. We had to do, like, a New York accent. Like, Hey, I'm walking in. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, you show your teeth a lot. Forget about Forget it. Forget about Coffee. <laughs> Coffee. We are not good at accents. Not at all. We need a vocal coach. Well, I have just a woman for you. Oh. Uh, I is, this have, a, is this a live event? I have Madeline, Madeline Harvey, and I have the video lined up here. Okay. Uh, it's seven minutes long. We're not obviously going to play it at seven minutes. But what we're going to do is she's decided that she needs to teach the American people and the people of around the world how to do an Irish accent. I thought me and you would be perfect for this. Because we have... 
quite. I think we have the well. I have the flattest accent in the world. I think surely mine is flatter. No, the place I don't want to say where I'm from. Okay, but the place I'm from actually has the flattest accent okay. in Ireland. Fair enough. That's that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> you have I a bit of sing song. I have you. a bit of sing song now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. There's such a broad variety of accents. I'm interested to see which one she picks. See, people don't realize, right? Especially like American people or whatever listen to this. Um, we're pretty big in America, Sean. <laughs> we have like four listeners. Um, thank you, thank you guys. Uh, but. Uh, the people don't realise that Ireland it's so small yeah but like there are so many weird different accents yeah because for a very long time no one talked to anyone outside of 10 miles of their house yeah so everyone sounds there's different areas that all have different accents so we're like from the Midlands yeah then there's the Dublin accent which is a law unto itself yeah and then there's the Northern Irish accent gorgeous the gorgeous accent then I would say the Cork accent Oh, the Cork accent is fucking... Well, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> and, and then, is there any other accents as well? There's the... Kerry. Way, the Kerry. Kerry and Cork are different accents, I suppose. Yeah, you're yeah. dead, right? Um, and so this woman has decided that she can do the perfect Irish accent... She's amalgamated all of these. You just amalgamate them. You don't okay. need to. Let's see mess how we go. So we're going to play the audio here. I just have the video on my phone. Okay. Um, this her name is Madeline Harvey, and she's just going to introduce us here. And today, I thought it would be wonderful to extend our vocal workings to include it would the be music good. It would. of an Irish accent. Irish accent. Me and you need this. We're, we're hopeless at it. I've been trying my hardest. <laughs> Makes sense. Beautiful. A beautiful brogue. <laughs> oh, we're skipping this shit. Give her a thumbs up there. Ireland. Do you feel that bending movement carrying oh. you to the south? So the practice words with this vowel shift include... Oi. Ireland. Hoyt. Say where? Sight. Sight? Bright. 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 Fortune smiled upon him in Ireland. <laughs> It's not quite the right shade of blue. It's not quite the What right the fuck is that? It's not quite the right shade of blue. No, I can't. No, you went very English there. Very English. It's not quite. Say it in your regular voice. It's not quite the shade of blue. The right shade of blue? It's not quite the right shade of blue. It's not, it's not quite the right shade of blue. Oil be having some of that oil. <laughs> oil. Oil be having some of that oil. Oil be... <laughs> Oh, that's Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> that's Daniel. In, in, in there will be blood. <laughs> I'll so, be having some of that so oil. You say it, please. I'll be having some of that oil. I'll be having some of that oil. <laughs> I'll be having some of that oil. That's Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I'll be having some of that oil, Mr. Turner. <laughs> it's a pi- She's talking like a pirate. <laughs> what is this Irish accent? Is there more? Well, I just want you to get the sense of that bending movement. The bend. The, the bend, of the course. Bend. We have the bends. <laughs> you get at the more you can tighten it up a little bit you have to tighten it up a little bit tighten it up is an Irish R an Irish R in an American English accent you would say park garden where the R sound has special emphasis in the back of the mouth and the throat yeah but in an Irish accent it's as if we smile we smile making the vowel very broad as it comes forward to the front of the mouth okay so instead of park garden we would get perk garden Park and geared. Park and geared, so, boys. And that's, the, that's the last of that video I'm going to play. But that video exists. That is not even close, though, <laughs> is it? I'm going to be very Irish for the rest of it. Well. Ashes, boys. Fucking. 
It, like, that's how you talk when you're trying to do someone doing a bad Irish accent. That's Brad Pitt. Try, or Tom, like Dags. Or, or Tom Cruise trying to do the Irish accent. Yeah. Fuck it. It's Boondock Saints level of shit. Ah, the herc. You go into the park. You go into the park with party there. I genuinely thought she was going to say top of the morning to you, laddies. Yeah. And th- that was definitely next. We didn't play the full video. I'm sure she does at some stage. Has to. Has to do it. And then at the end, end with like the, God bless you now. <laughs> God bless you now. now. Where is that from? That accent? Yeah. I America. Mean, <laughs> I think it must be. Park. Park. Is that cork? It sounds no, no. That sounds like there's a video called Pint Man Paddy Rusty. Right. What is that? It's an old man in a bar, one of Dublin's pint men. Okay. Which is men who would just drink all day. <laughs> Alcoholics. We <laughs> call them good now. stuff. <laughs> but it was the what was it? Oh, and I'd go at it. Oh, and then I'd go at it again. <laughs> And there'd be no fucking stopping me. Is there a bend in the oar? Oh, there is now. Maureen would have the fry on. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to that and I was like, I don't think she... That's not even close to anyone, though. But weirdly, right, there's probably somebody listening to this going, they sound the exact same as that. Yeah, just in, a, in the most general sense, I'm yeah. sure there's similarities. Asher, Asher Jays is Sure Jays is boys. Asher. But I, I would love for people to say like what they think of our act. Like if if they could change one thing about the way we speak, what it would be tease the and tease absolutely the tease. We don't put tease into our whatever accent we're from the Midlands. The Midlands accent is just tease t h yeah. Forget about N- for, wait no <laughs> for, forget about it <laughs> forget about it <laughs> forget about it. Um, T is interchangeable with H It just is So um, That is There's an Irish vocal coach So if you need to learn the Irish accent Don't listen to this No Because we're clearly wrong We're definitely wrong She knows better than us Madeline <laughs> Madeline knows the crack Maddie knows what the crack is Right She couldn't even spell the crack No she couldn't <laughs> But Ma- Maddie's going to teach you So you can What well, we were I want one there right Somebody to listen to that video Yeah Get the accent down and then one week we replace ourselves with two American people oh who can perfectly imitate perfectly imitate because you would be able to perfectly imitate us after watching that one video that's true that would be true I'm going to the park I'll be having some of that oil (laughs) I'm going to the park (laughs) going to the park it's like a garden but big (laughs) yeah you know what it is it's like the farmer accent that we would like Irish people like if you come from if you're if you're a farmer, that's what I would think your accent was slightly. Yeah, because we're both townies. Yeah, so. townies. <laughs> we're from the big shitty, the big smoke, big smoke, big smoke, right? <laughs> uh, so Irish, I know. And half the people listening is like, "What the fuck are they talking They've about?" They've just been gibbering on for fucking. How long are we in? You, Ten minutes. You, you lost me at Maureen. Maureen has the fry on. Maureen has the fry on. <laughs> It's very whimsical, that accent. <laughs> yeah. It's very... Si- that is very sing-song. Yeah, there's a bit of dryness yeah. there. Oh, Maureen has the fry on. Maureen has the fry on. I'd be having a pack of the peanuts now. But <laughs> peanuts. That wouldn't keep you going. <laughs> okay. I think we nailed that. I, say, I think I've st- I'm still practising now. But I think one day I'll speak with a flawless the, Irish the accent. The bit that always gets me is your mention of Sonny Listic. Or Sonny... What's the guy in the pub? Oh, Paddy Lusty. Paddy Lusty. Pipe man Paddy Lusty. <laughs> oh, Maureen has the fry on. Maureen have the fry on there. <laughs> I have a pack of the crisps and a pack of the peanuts. That accent is beautiful. Thank you very much. And I'd go at it again. And I'd go at it. And there'd be no um, fucking stopping me. 
<laughs> so we are up to number seven, Sean. Uh, now, number seven is actually one that we've done in the last two months. Oh, is it? Oh, also, by the way, I didn't include Pantomime Star Wars Horse Race. Because it was too recent. Because it was literally last week, and I felt like it might sway the vote if people were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the word? Recency bias. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah. And that's not to say, like, um, they would do that, but I, I found myself going, oh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. And then I was like, well, if I'm feeling like that, then I think it might just end up at number one. And I was like, I don't think it is number one, but I think it might end up very high up. Yeah, just because anyone who listened to it would probably vote for it. We can just throw in, in next year. Exactly. I'll, I'll just make a mental note to be like I'll start get- of a decade we should do a best weird news of the decade oh, in 2030 <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> imagine being with me for another 10 years Connor. imagine it oh it's already been like what 6 that we've known each other yeah, yeah. oh Jesus <laughs> that's not even 16 years <laughs> oh no sweet 16 <laughs> we'll be able to buy a car <laughs> we'll get our father to buy a car for us <laughs> So, we're moving on to number seven, and that is Hens, Sean. Now, hens. What, what has stood out to me in this top ten is there's a lot of animals. Yeah, I feel like it's like the America's Funniest Home Videos thing. Yeah. Animals are just always gold. There's there's animals, like last year, our favourite story of the year was raccoons. The bo- raccoon boxing ring, yes. And in this top ten news stories, there's officially, does Owlman count as an animal? First See, of this all, is, this is the thing with Owlman. <laughs> you can't say. Nobody knows. No one knows, not even Owlman. So if we count Owlman, then out of the top ten, we have one, two, three, four, five of them have something to do with animals. And the rest of them might be humans. No, humans, but maybe humans, humans are the are greatest animal. animal of them all. The greatest game. Mm. Human. The game is odd. <laughs> I lost the game. <laughs> I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, this... I remember this hen story because it came up on... Did you watch Would I Lie to You? Or have I got... No, sorry. Have I got news for you? Uh, Yes. Yeah. I remember we we recorded this and then that night I went home and watched it and they talked about this story. And you felt so smart. I was like, I know this. I finally know something on a panel show. (laughs) You had your arm up in the air a whole bit. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Ask me. (laughs) But this is another one where we read a story and then whatever mood the two of us were in, it just got wildly out of hand. A lot of these new stories are just us bored and just wanted to take the piss out of something yeah. for like a 15 minute period and like, so we just rambled like especially with even in the the McDonald's one at the very start yeah. of this show like that story has nothing to do with that but we were just in a weird mood that day and so a lot of these weird new stories are just us being like fuck it let's just anarchist yeah, <laughs> let's fucking see what happens just, let's just wing it and see what happens <laughs> um, so yeah this man bought 1000 hens for 150 uh, but he thought he was buying one hen but he accidentally bought 1000 hens and then was stuck with 1000 hens we've all been there we've all been there it's a very it's a classic tale of will she won't she you know what I mean and let's find out right now if she will or won't and who went to an auction and there was a bit of a mistake with what he thought he had bought oh no did he did he buy the auction house um, no he paid $150 for 1,000 hens, Hamilton Man desperate to rehome birds after accidentally winning auction. Oh, God. Surely, did he get the number wrong? A Hamilton Man bought 1,000 hens at an auction when he thought he was bidding on just one hen. What? 
<laughs> the man is now desperate to rehome all 1,000 hens. Um, Steve Morrow for Hamilton said he saw the urgent sale on Trade Me and thought he was bidding for only one bird. But when he won the auction at 11am on Sunday, he was told by the seller Matthew uh, that he had in fact bought 1,000 hens instead of one. Was he being conned? Was this a trick? For 150, it's a bad con if you're going to take 150 for a man for 1,000. One euro 50? One yeah, dollar 50. $1.50. For a thousand heads. For a thousand heads. The ad read that a small free-range egg farm based in Massey, West Auckland, was closing down and needed to be vac- vacated by Monday. As a matter of urgency, we need to approximately move 1,000 heads at red. That's the sale was for one... The sale yeah. was for one 1,000 birds. One 1,000. One yeah. One X 1,000. Yes, yeah, he... They never put the X there though, so ah. it's one one thousand birds. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, but if it was if it only cost fi- one fifty, you would assume it was one bird. Surely you couldn't buy a thousand birds a, for that. A mixed age flock of brown shavers and highlights, Sean. Oh, very good. Uh, Morris those brown shavers, they're not cheap. <laughs> they're not bad. Morris said he thought the highest bidder could take as many birds as they wanted, and that the seller would continue to auction the rest of them off until they were all gone. Ah, oh, you fucking idiot! <laughs> you dumb dickhead! You've done the humankind a disservice. <laughs> when he said he put in in an auto bid for twenty dollars, thinking he could at least get two heads. I mean, ten bucks. Per hen. That's pretty good. When the auction closed, I thought, this is great. I could take as many birds as I wanted, Morrow said. But when I spoke to the man, he said it was for 1,000 hens. Holy moly, I was stunned. I can tell you that. Imagine that conversation. <laughs> oh, you mean t- two hens? No, no, you got a thousand hens. No, I don't want the ta- just two. No, but you won it. You paid for them. No, I did. Legally, they're yours. I would prefer to have. I thought we could just pick how much we wanted. No, that's not how it works. Oh. A thousand. I said one one thousand hens. What? Yeah, one. No, one thousand. Oh There's no. There's zeros after that. Oh, I need to call my wife. Give me your twenty pounds. <laughs> twenty pounds. Um. So, but when I spoke to the man, he said he he had read the ad more than three times and admitted that the wording was confusing on the ad. Of course, it was. <laughs> more than seven hundred of the hens will have new homes after a social media post was put out for this guy, Pretty right? Good. Okay, so but that's the least with three hundred. That's two hundred ninety-eight more than he wanted. <laughs> Too many. It's too many. Uh, Bloomfield told stuff. The ad was pretty clear. It mentioned 1,000 heads three times. Once in the title and twice in the ad description. Right? Right. It's pretty bloody hard to get that wrong, said Bloomfield. And you're never going to get a better deal on hens in your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Are they egg-laying hens? Uh, yes. Because you could, you could start a little egg business for yourself. Well, I don't think he wants to, though. You need, like, land. You could retire off that, though. Uh, You'd, look... Fair enough. The mm. first year might be rough. Very rough. You're living with a thousand yeah. hens. But then it'll get excellent. Well, oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. be, be great crack. It would be great crack. Once the eggs start rolling in, yeah. you're rolling in the cash oh, by reinvesting no, your hens, getting a coop. <laughs> He, what he's done here is now he's poached a good deal. Oh, very good. That was a good yolk. <laughs> Thank 
you. <laughs> my brain is scrambled. I can't think of another one. <laughs> Mine's fried. Uh, oh, good. Um, <laughs> so, um, he said he contacted Morrow and conversations him with him following the sale indicated the new buyer was happy with his purchase. We discussed the, discussed the logistics behind it all and he said he's worked at Freehold Farms. But over the weekend, I think it became apparent to him that 1,000 heads is a bit too many birds and must have had a change of mind, said the seller. Of course. So, um, he, he, was, he wasn't on board. Then no. he was on board. Then he wasn't on board. Wasn't on board yeah. again. He changed his mind again. Uh, Bloomfield said Morrow should be given credit for following through with the sale and trying to find homes for the heads. So he actually took all <laughs> I like the, the heads. I like that attitude. It's like, <laughs> well... This is what we're at now. <laughs> this is my life. Uh, Morrow has put up a social media post asking people to help in rehoming his 1,000 birds and got a great response. He didn't just make a mistake and not follow through. He contacted Animal Sanctuary and they're helping us interview those that have put their hands up. We want to make sure these birds are going to safe homes, Bluefield said. Morrow said he wasn't going to let the 1,000 birds down and let them be killed. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Fair Let, them down. Boy. Let them down. The birds are very aware of the situation. <laughs> They're all looking at each other nervously, like, what do you think's gonna happen? No, like, now, here's the thing. Right. Is that and look, it's a bit sinister. Oh no. You're gonna talk about chicken. <laughs> might a little bit. Yeah. But look, he has the supply mm. and he needs a demand. Yes. If you can if he can arrange a situation where he's selling each chicken for a tenner. Ooh. Ten grand. That's ten grand. You're set. Reinvest in your chickens. What if you buy him a coop? What if you get every one of those chickens to lay an egg? Yeah. Then you have ten thousand eggs and ten thousand chickens, or you, a thousand. Sorry, a thousand eggs and a thousand chickens. Yeah. You sell each chicken for ten dollars. You still have the eggs. So you still have ten thousand dollars, and now you also have a thousand eggs. But they need to be incubated. Yeah, but look, you just build an incubation like center, of course, with the thousand dollars, the ten thousand dollars you now have. Yeah. And then you waste the ten thousand dollars building it. Yeah. And then you're back to zero. But, yeah. But then now you have eggs. All them eggs. They'll hatch. Hatch chickens. You wait till they lay eggs, sell those chickens for 10,000. You have the incubator there. Fucking money making scheme. That first time. Look, it's going to be rough for a little bit. <laughs> for like at least two years. But then you're printing eggs. <laughs> Not money though. No, no, but you're rich in eggs. Rich in, in eggs. In many ways, that's all we can offer. That's, that's, that's basically legal tender these days. Oh, you'll swap um, an egg for anything. <laughs> I would. <laughs> He didn't just make as, as I said. He didn't just make a mistake and not follow through. He made sure that the, that the hens found a good bir- home for them. Right. So yeah. Morris said he wasn't going to let the ten thousand bir- one thousand birds down. I wasn't going to let that happen. I was going to save one thousand lives. He said. Oh. Even I had to if I had to drive up to Auckland to feed them myself while looking for homes for them. Oh, that's pretty. He's a nice man. Yeah. So it was the. The guy that was selling the chickens, was he just going to, as soon as they were sold, just, he would have no contact He's done with them. Jesus, that's harsh. What do you think? Uh, I, th- I think if you're a chicken farmer, though... You don't have as much attachment you to You don't chickens. want to start getting attached to them. Because, you're not naming them all. No, because you're, you are going to have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, unless... Unless the eggs and the... The, the, the incubation, and the, the, the you know. <laughs> then you just... Can you trust that I'm not a farmer? <laughs> well, as of speaking for all farmers, you are the farmer I know. Yes, yes. Uh, How many times have you been to a field? <laughs> Jesus, twice, twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, a man accidentally bought one thousand eggs. He has now said that he will take twenty birds himself instead 20? of instead of the two that originally he wanted. Oh man! Okay, so he's doing the incubator thing, but at a smaller scale. Very small scale. Of yeah. course. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, he wa- he wanted more. He's got eighteen more birds for a dollar fifty than he wanted. <laughs> eighteen birds is too many birds. That's the thing. Is yeah. Just think of one bird. Now, eighteen more, like nineteen more than one, is too many. Imagine it. Like a chicken is bigger than you think it is when it's walking around. Like if I give you one chicken. I'd be like, Connor, this is class, but it's also really inconvenient. Very inconvenient. How much is 20 chickens? Like, 20 chickens would take up a good portion of this room that because we're in. Because they'd be roaming. Roaming around, and it'd smell, there'd be feathers everywhere. Just be a nightmare. I'd, I'd still scatter the corn. <laughs> For the crack? No, just look. Just keep those chickens occupied. You know, I would have the corn all in one little pile in the corner. The, co- uh, the corn corner the corn corner and then just let them fucking kill each other to get to it oh but then you have chicken blood all over yeah. the place and then sure then you're down to 18 chickens next time you do it 16 Problem next solved. time you do it slowly whittling the hunger next time, ga- next in a time hunger game <laughs> in a hunger game scenario until the strongest survives he's full of fucking corn Riddled with corn. Riddled with corn. The yellowest yolk you can imagine. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> then you're having the best scrambled egg of your life, lad. And you have a little chicken friend <laughs> who will protect you. From <laughs> other chickens? Largely other chickens yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten a taste for them. <laughs> he's now a cannibal. <laughs> I'm hoping to make a cannibal chicken. <laughs> Sorry, why do you buy all thousand of them? Investment. <laughs> It's a it's an experiment. <laughs> Social experiment on YouTube. God wrong. God sexual. <laughs> oh, please don't let it go sexual. <laughs> Maybe not. That was the Hamilton man who bought one thousand heads accidentally for one fifty. Um, I like that we recorded that in your house. Actually, we did. It's weird. Like, and we recorded Owl Man. Yeah, but and I, I don't know what it is. I I, I don't think that was one thing I was delighted about this year is that we didn't lose energy. Whatever location we were in. We just kind of pick up and go. Yeah, and it's uh, we have the audio to a level that it sounds that right. It's hardly going to change, you know, like, quality. Like, as in... Well, the content is still shit, like. Content is still dog shit, so we're just bringing on the road. (laughs) We'll go on tour. We'll go to Cavan. (laughs) The people in Leitrim won't let me go back in. (laughs) I'm bad. (laughs) You stand outside the border, I'll stand inside. Some some chap, as you, I'll be like, which way is the way to Leitrim? Back the way you came. (laughs) Okay. With the harsher road in on. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to number six. And number six is a story that I genuinely thought was top three. Oh, so you're a bit disappointed here now. I wouldn't say disappointed, but like having looked at the rest of the stories, I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. I forget what we've done. So not to suck our own dicks, <laughs> but like um, I take this story when I talk to, I've talked to several people in the past. All right, brag about it. Jesus Christ. I have one friend. <laughs> so Hello. Ta- <laughs> I've talked to a few people. My mom. <laughs> my dad. Jesus, racking up now. Yeah, just, you know, general family members. And mostly they say, Shark foot creation. Shark foot is shark one of my favourites. It's only at six. But like, And like the people vote for it, so this is what this is what happens. That's the thing. And I also think if you read the headline of Shark Foot, it's not an interesting headline. The headline is Florida Man Finds Shark Toot in Foot twenty five years after attack. Which is mad. I think that was a slow news week we did this on. You think? And then it just morphed into Once again anarchy. We're anarchy, just... yeah. To the point where now it's it's a living shark on his foot. See, I think that's fascinating, like not to get very high like 
a psychological about the whole podcast. Oh. But there are some stories that, like, I have a headline. I'm like, this is amazing. And then we do it. And I'm like, we didn't get as much mileage out of that as I thought. Or, like, that wasn't as funny as I thought. Yeah. And then there's stories like this where I'm like, oh, Florida Man fights Shark 2. Sort of like, and I just threw it in there because I was like, it's Florida Man. It's a weird story. But, yeah. but we get a 25 minute fucking discussion about a shark foot and you could never you could never predict it no there's no way you would ever think y- that we would go that line of thought and then you get into like the whole thing of you. it's like you saying one thing that strikes up in my brain or me and saying one line that strikes up in your brain and it just does that back and forth <laughs> yeah. for the whole story we're just describing conversation again no because you would speak first <laughs> there I would wait for you we to finish. We did this in the Q&A. <laughs> yeah, we described talking. <laughs> and then you overthink it. Am I talking? Uh, we can't do this every week. Should we talk? <laughs> we should talk on a podcast. I think I think it's fairly vital to talk on a podcast. One. So, Florida Man, Five Shark Dude, the Shark Foot creation. Is Shark Foot a stronger villain than Owl Man? Or I, Hero? See, yeah, you're assuming there that Owl Man cares about what we think. Yes. <laughs> Did we, I think we decided Sharkfoot was... Was the shark evil, but the man he was attached yes. to good or something <laughs> I like that? I think so. Obviously, we can't hear it right now. So, and like, we're not going to listen to our old show. So no. I'm pretty positive that... There's something to, with that logic to it. That the, the, the foot has a mind of yeah, its the own. The foot is really angry. I remember that we had a spray bottle spraying the foot yeah. just to keep him a bit aggressive. <laughs> Never gets to properly sleep. <laughs> so, Sharkfoot and the creation of, um, yeah, so the creation of Sharkfoot and Florida Man finds Sharktooth in foot is at number six. Play that funky music, white boy. Um, finally, we're moving on to something that isn't about food. Oh, man. It actually is about food. What? For somebody else, Florida Man finds Sharktooth in foot. 25 years after attack, Sean. Surely you would know. <laughs> Jeff Weekly was surfing at Flagler Beach in and Florida. And his cousin, Jeff Monthly. <laughs> and Jeff Strongly. <laughs> um, Jeff Weekly was surfing at Flagler Beach in Florida in 1994 when he was bitten in the fo- foot by a shark. Now he knows what kind of shark bit him. Thanks to a tooth fragment, he pulled from his foot more than two decades... He did it himself. ...after the attack. Jesus, did it not heal over? Weekly was surfing with some friends in college when he felt something bite his foot. He saw he was bleeding and he went to the hospital. Yeah. Right? And they didn't catch anything. He received 20 stitches in his foot. Jesus. Uh, I didn't see the shark, but the doctors were sure it was a shark bite. I went into the database as one of those statistics, Weekly said. Um, he said he suffered no major damage to his foot, other than the 20 stitches, I'm assuming, at the large gash. Very large, I yeah. would say. But look, the seawater does wonders for that oh, kind of thing. Oh, then he is right up the salt. Um, like <laughs> but in 2018, Weekly started running and noticed a blister appear on his foot. Um, what was he running from? Just life. Just uh, problems. <laughs> right. It's like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. He started picking at it. He's like, he got mm. the... Go on. What were you thinking? No, drink? I don't like that. No, but it, it's meant to get to the next part of the story. I know. So he develops a blister. He starts doing things to it. And discovered that it had a hard edge, Sean. A hard edge. I pulled at it. And the tooth came out. And I immediately knew what it was, said mm. Weekly. Um, right around the time he discovered a toot, he had read an article about a research team at the University of Florida who used DNA from a toot to discover what kind of shark bit a boy in New York. 
Right? Right. Weekly assigned to the sea, he'd get the answer to his attack's greatest mystery. What kind of shark bit him? Dude. And then now he's out for revenge. Oh yeah, he's going into the sea with a knife in his teeth. <laughs> right? He contacted the media relations department and and then he sent them the tooth sample he wanted to submit for DNA, DNA testing. He admits he was hesitant to give the tooth to the researchers for fear that maybe he and the doctors had been wrong. Well, uh, Up until that point, I was a statistic, a shark attack survivor. But what if it had been a mackerel attack survivor instead? That's a much less cool story, he says. He's got his fucking priorities sorted. <laughs> This dude. He knows exactly what's good. If I said this off and they come back and say this is a fucking jellyfish. I can't show me face around town again. I'm not. Sorry. I don't think jellyfish have teeth. No, that's the point. Fair. That was the point. Okay. <laughs> I'm aware. But he pulled out two shots. Yeah, that's how it works. They what? bite you. They stingy bite you. That's why they have no teeth. And you have to piss on their teeth. <laughs> what? To heal the sting. Of course, yeah. Well, if he's going around in the bar and being like look at my 20 stitches yeah that's a shark fucking shark boys and then it turns out it's fucking Nemo Nemo fucking right. Marilyn bitch oh hey, hey. <laughs> the scientists soaked the teeth to remove con- con- contaminants con- contaminals <laughs> that you were going to say it properly I don't like I said it wrong and you were going to recorrect me I but it turned out you said it worse no 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 um, and extract the DNA according to their published findings they then compared it the genetics of to their database and they got a match a few weeks later uh, it's human weekly received the results his attacker a mm-hmm. black tip shark a common culprit behind shark attacks in Florida researchers were surprised that they were able to extract DNA from the fragment given the amount of time that the foot was embedded in his or that the tooth was embedded in his foot so he might have shark powers <laughs> it's not like a radioactive spider well, it's not going to get the powers of a shark I know a shark is different from a spider yeah okay well, Okay. as long as we've cleared that up I'm just saying has his swimming improved maybe maybe he can smell blood from a long way away exactly Yeah. what's this dude's story what does he work at we don't what? know we don't know it's all very suspicious the less we know the more suspicious we are maybe he's a jaws <laughs> what does he have either side of his mouth I rest my kiss. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, <laughs> Under the cheeks. <laughs> Ears. Damn it. It's the wrong way. <laughs> you, you're like doing a police sketch of like, who robbed you? And you're just like, his ears are... This man cannot figure out what the face looks like. <laughs> this man is fucked. <laughs> yeah, his ears were like around his shoulders. <laughs> we're looking for Dumbo. <laughs> Um, I had put our odds of success at slim to none, said Gavin Naylor, director of the Shark Research Program. Uh, Weekly, who still surfs, says he's happy to find an answer to How what. How often a, does he surf? Um, I don't know. Every week, every second week. Every week, you say? No, no. What were you thinking? Weekly. Oh no, no. What? Weekly. Oh, sorry. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're my favourite when you say set me up and I improv should tell me to go with it. But you say no, no improv. <laughs> I say no and. <laughs> um, I think it helps understand our natural world is worth it, he says. I am happy to make a contribution to the shark research. 
The shark the research. The shark research. Sean, is this Florida man the coolest man we've ever seen? He's the most, like, level-headed. Yeah. Could, well, apart from the fact that he pulled a fucking tooth out of his own foot. Yeah, that's... That, although, what would you do? So, like, he got bitten, and he just went to the hospital, he's like, ah, look, I got bitten. I don't know if it was a shark, but I, I could... They're like it looks like a shark bite. Yeah. So we'll stick. And he's just lived all of his life in mystery. Yeah. And had he not taken up running from from his problems, from his problems, of course. Yeah. Then the tooth would have remained in him. What if it like started moving around his body and stabbed him in the heart? (laughs) What if a second shark had grown from the tooth in his foot? Shark foot. Shark foot. Shark then, foot, shark foot. And then if he swings his foot really fast, some sort of shark foot nado, if you will, Sean. What? Sorry, no, the movie's called Sharknado. How's it feel? <laughs> it's frustrating. But if you could take off your shoe and kick someone with a shark. <laughs> That's a fight ender. That is, That's game over. Because you have everything there. You have physical prowess. Yeah. Mental fuckery. You <laughs> you can't overestimate mental fuckery in a fight. That'll win you any fight ever. If you pull out a shark foot... All bets if, are off. If we start fighting and you just start taking off your sock... And I'm like, oh, this is weird. That'll be enough, nearly. That's, I'm fucking freaked out right yeah. now. Yeah. Then a fucking little fin starts popping around the place. You've got teeth on your foot. And I'm just spraying them with a bottle of just water. <laughs> He's still a shark at the end of the day. He's bone dry the rest of the time. I can only wear a I only let him breathe when it's time to fight. <laughs> That's the worst superhero ever. We do Hero Zero on this show. Yeah. We definitely... Oh, they should have come up with a hero whose power is the ability he has a shark in his foot. We should make him. Foot shark. <laughs> foot shark. And he only, he only wakes him up when the fight's about to break out. So the shark's extra angry. Oh, he's, he only lives in anger. Like, he just... He just... Oh, he hurts everyone. Especially me. <laughs> but he can't fight you. He's in you. He's in me. I can't... I can never cross my legs again. <laughs> this is the worst thing. <laughs> I think we finally got off the rails. I think so. That's just... That was such a natural birth of a character, though. I think Foot Shark. Yeah, I think we should write to... Marvel wouldn't take Disney. it. Disney. Disney. Disney would do a live-action remake of that shit. They don't give a fuck. That's true. Recast Ariel as Foot Shark. Foot Shark. <laughs> just have me, like... I'll have a shark on my foot and just have me, like, float through the background. Yeah. In Little Mermaid. But would you not drown, though? Oh, that's true. Oh, it's like we're the odd couple. <laughs> we live in different worlds. Very similar to Hannah Montana. <laughs> Miley Cyrus could play the shark. <laughs> I think we've cracked this. I think this is the yeah. best idea. Detective Dimmelman versus Foot Shark would be a fight. Oh, it would. Yeah. Oh, man. See, am I in charge of the thinking or can Foot Shark think of I think own? Foot Shark thinks itself. Okay. But you control Foot Shark. So I just have to listen to his advice. But we don't always agree on everything. We don't everything. always agree. You're the odd couple. The odd couple. We yeah. need to learn to live he together. He goes to bed early. You're a night owl. <laughs> He's a shark foot. And I'm a human. <laughs> Do I need to say any more? <laughs> I give it ten seasons. <laughs> Bring in Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, we can they- make a mint. <laughs> yeah, there's weird like plots that have... Like, the whole show, it has nothing to do with the fact that there's a shark on my foot. 
that's just accepted. That's just a fact. Like, occasionally it'll come up. Yeah. But usually it's just relationship drama. And you're always in finding girlfriends. And oh. like, you're always like, oh, I can't really take them back to my place because like if we... If we start getting a bit of, like, sexy time... Can't keep my shoes on. I'll have to keep my shoes and socks on. And she's like, why do you keep your shoes and socks on? And I'll say, it's because I have a shark for And she'll say, I think we should see other people. And I say, all right. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> Damn you, shark foot. <laughs> shark foot. Cred- freeze frame credits. <laughs> credits. No. Don't you <laughs> forget about me. <laughs> That's the shark foot singing. Voice of an angel. He's played by Michael Bublé. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we're printing money. We're just we have unlimited resources now. Jesus Christ! I mean, and Mr. Creamy's obviously your weird friend. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Creamy always wants to see the shark foot, but I don't show they it. Never show it to him. Don't trust Creamy. I don't trust the Cream Boy. <laughs> If, oh, that's a that's a horrible nickname to have. Is creamy cream boys? Was Cre- creamy or cream boy worse? Ooh, I think creamy. Okay. So. I, you, actually, um, this is random, but uh, somebody, oh, as opposed to the rest of this. No, no, that topic. everything else that we've just said has been completely <laughs> in tune with what we're doing here. But uh, they're like, so what? We released movie Mondays. We did on Monday, and we did, I we? was in work yesterday. You and are. someone mentioned to me that they had listened to the episode, oh. and I had gone full. I had gone full Irish, Irish when I said uh, when we were talking about Ariel and yeah. um, the fact of the recasting of Ariel, Halle Bailey being recast. Yes, and I forgot that I, we were chatting on a podcast form, and <laughs> I was just having a chat with you. Yeah, and we have a tendency to forget the letter T. We do, right? And we have to try really hard to. To enunciate the T's. Yeah, what you hear now is us trying. Yeah. When in reality, I forgot because you weren't in the studio. Yeah, so, so we were just on the phone. We were just on the phone having a chat. And I said... And I went back and listened to it. And it's actually... Oh, it's so bad. Like, I went... We were talking about... Um, yeah, being Ariel being underwater. And yeah. I went... Oh, yeah, she'll be underwater. <laughs> <laughs> she underwater the whole time. Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> It was W-A-E-R. Water. Water. And I I just listened to it and I went, there's nobody. (laughs) Could understand what that? Yeah, and if you did, fucking well done. I said it at like 100 miles an hour as well, faster than like now. Yeah, because we also talk faster off the podcast. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, oh yeah, she's going on water. (laughs) I was like, that is not a sentence. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I think it was like, that'll be grand. (laughs) (laughs) Da. Da. Uh, Okay. That was very funky music. We held eye contact for a little minute there. Just a little minute. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. I wasn't actually staring at you though. You know how you have that vacant stare? Oh, yeah. Your yeah, eyes yeah. are there, but your brain is not. Sorry, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, we're moving on to number uh, five. Five. Cinco. 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 Now, the Cinco is number, um, it's actually two in one, technically. Wait a minute. Has, have you gamed the system here? I have not gamed the system. It's the same story covered two weeks in a row. 
Oh, wait, did you put the shows together wrong? And we no, just talked about I, the same thing twice. Imagine, that's <laughs> happened. <laughs> no, um, what I have is Alabama Man says attack squirrel is not on Met and is disputing the official's claim. We have the attack squirrel that is not on Met but is on Met. No, he's not, he's just a prick. Yeah, his owner said he's not on Met, he's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. I remember this being like a two-week saga. Yes, of Met Squirrel. Yeah. So, um, the the thirty-five-year-old man squid, the squirrel, is just over ten months old and described his personality as being an asshole. He's a mean motherfucker, no doubt, but he's not a trained attack squirrel. <laughs> We've had trained attack squirrels in the past. Yeah. But this one. I just remember loving it because he was so adamant. Yeah. It's like, no, if he was on meth, I'd tell you. Yeah, like, obviously he'd be so much cooler if he was on meth, but, but he's, he's not. He's just a dick. He's just, he's just a complete asshole. And then the police just let him go. So, yeah, the first week was we covered the story. We were like, oh, that was really good. And then the week after, we he got arrested. And so I got the police report of his arrest. Yeah. And then we had the whole backup of like, first week he was like, I'll never get arrested. This squirrel isn't on bed. What are you talking about? And then the second week he got arrested and then they released the squirrel back into the wild. Yeah. And then your man put up a Facebook live video. That was the first week. That was the first week. Sorry. They the squirrel back into the wild. Yeah. And and then we went into how that squirrel now has withdrawal symptoms from the bed. <laughs> And there's no, like, squirrel rehab. <laughs> no. So this is episode 36 and 37. Um, double b- double bill, double whammy. Double editing. Double editing, Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Our next one is tree stories. <laughs> our next one is every story. <laughs> so, yes, we have our tax squirrel at number five. Play that funky music. Not white boy. Every boy. Every boy. <laughs> every boy. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking click play. <laughs> Alabama man says a tax squirrel is not on Met, disputing the official's claim. <laughs> what? There's a lot going on There's, here. Oh, the juiciness of this story. <laughs> Hang on. Right. Okay. <laughs> the outlandish tale of a Met-fueled attack squirrel just got even nuttier, Sean. Nuttier! Well done. <sighs> they wanted Alabama man, who police alleged fed a pet rodent, Met, to keep it aggressive, has spoken out. Why? <laughs> Why? <While, laughs> spoken out. <laughs> Mickey Polk. For 35, released a Facebook video on Tuesday <laughs> alongside said squirrel. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's him and the squirrel right. looking straight out the barrel of the camera. Just staring him out. Getting it off his chest. A call out video. A call out and getting it off his chest. He's cleared up the air. Yeah. Here, Alabama Police Department. <laughs> What? He's on meth? After the Limestone County Sheriff's Office said he was wanted on multiple charges, including possession of a controlled substance, investigators raided a home in Athens on Monday looking for uh, Polk. They went to Greece. Right? <laughs> they, ra- they raided his home <clears throat> after they had been told he'd been caring for an attack squirrel there. Okay? Attack squirrel isn't a thing, though, isn't it? Not? Sh- pipe down, Sean, please. Polk <laughs> wasn't there, right? Where was he? He was on the loose with the squirrel, right? Oh, no. The p- police found another man who they arrested on drug charges. Okay. Right? No other squirrels. They also found the squirrel, right? Oh, I lied to you a second ago. <laughs> right? They also found the squirrel. 
It's illegal to have a pet squirrel in Alabama. Officials said they released a critter into the wild as there was no safe way to test the squirrel for meat. <laughs> what? So the story is, they have reason to believe that he has fed this squirrel meat to make him an attack squirrel. So they will just straight up claw and kill anything. Exactly. And their idea was they raided his hope. He wasn't there. They found the squirrel, released it back into the wild. So that, that's the end of it. That's, there's no more will happen with this. There's no more will happen. But then Mr. Mickey Polk appeared on Facebook. He wasn't at the home, so he was still on the free. He was, he was out in the open. But he wasn't alone. No, he wasn't alone, Sean. In the video, Polk appeared to suggest he was somehow reunited with his critter pal. The squirrel found him, Sean. The squirrel found him. The squirrel found him. Oh my God. Yes. And not because the squirrel came back looking for a fix, he said. <laughs> He, he's, he got clean years ago. <laughs> they said it was a train attack squirrel in a residence that was on met, Paul has heard saying in the video. You can't give squirrels met. It would kill them, he says. He's not wrong. I'm pretty sure, but I've never tried it. <laughs> he nearly dug his own grave there. <laughs> Um, the 35 year old said the squirrel is just over 10 months old and described his personality as being an asshole <laughs> he's a mean motherfucker no doubt well let's not bring his character into it <laughs> he's in the video with the squirrel this guy's an asshole he's a little prick he's a right mean here. motherfucker but he ain't on mate lads he's just rough he's just He's cranky, but he's not a trained attack squirrel, he said. And he's not on met, I'm pretty sure. I better not find out he's on met anyway. He's going behind his back to get to met. They're, they're arresting a neighbour on drug charges. I better not find out that he's on met anyway. I don't think he even likes that shit. The squirrel is safe. The public isn't in danger in any way from the meted out squirrel in the neighbourhood, he says. Right? I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind listening <laughs> this to this. They keep throwing around the words trained attack squirrel. <laughs> yes. Which I think... Can you train anything that's on met? Uh, yeah, I think the meth is doing most of the aggression for you. I don't, I don't think it's... It's hard to train something that is on a con- substance that is spe- specifically untrainable or uncontrollable. Absolutely. Yeah. But also, we've... We have heard of trained squirrels before. Oh yes, that woman who trained all the squirrels to attack her ex-husband. Yeah. Yes. So okay, so maybe I'm wrong here. Right. I think. But she was a circus trainer. That's true, but that's a skill that can be learned <laughs> from this from Polk. Maybe Polk got her book, an okay. online course. Maybe for idiots. Skillshare.com, Connor. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Go on. Uh, what if it's like a copycat <laughs> squirrel killer? <laughs> Because think about it, that story came out about a year ago. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. Squirrel is 10 months old. Yes. Pure bread fighting squirrel. Pure bread fighting squirrel. Like the raccoons. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, he fights bread. <laughs> he fights bread. Fights bread. Because he's on mate. He's on mate. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah. Paul claimed police invented the story because they were mad he wasn't at the home and questioned how he could be charged if he wasn't at the home at the time of the raid, Sean. Oh. How could he be arrested if he wasn't there. And he has no meth at all. Yeah. During which deputies said they seized meth, oh. drug paraphernalia and oh. body armour. Oh. Polk, <laughs> Polk said he no longer lived at the home though. So they can't be his. Even though, he, he ends the sentence with, some of his belongings are there. But those aren't his. They, the, the belongings that are illegal, they are mine man. 
They belong to the squirrel. They belong to the squirrel. The body. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man squirrel. Oh, little pet Avengers lineup. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I like. I like how he's. He's like no. He's an asshole squirrel. He's trained to kill, but he's not on meth. <laughs> no, that's an attack on the squirrel's character. It is, and and an attack on him as a, as the presumed trainer. He described the situation as a joke and assured the animal lovers out there the squirrel is doing well, Sean. Then he finished off by saying, Look at the camera. Look at the camera. Don't squawk at me, Pogs, at the end of his video as he talked to the supposedly sober squirrel. Supposedly. <laughs> so, oh my God. This is the best written article ever. This is a lot. So what's happened here is this squirrel is attacking people. Right. And it's been a accused that this man has put the squirrel on met and this man has felt so attacked for his squirrel that he's had to make a Facebook video with him and the squirrel Just sitting down everything up. sitting down in a sort of like e-entertainment situation where they sit down with the lights on it's like a YouTuber apology yes <laughs> it's like there's fake tears oh. long silences and and the title is all lowercase. Lowercase, gone wrong, sexual. <laughs> of course, it has to go sexual course, at the end. Of course, um, but he sits down with the squirrel and they have a heart to heart to the camera, and they just they just air out their grievances. But uh, about the fact that the police are attacking this squirrel, Sean. Attacking this innocent squirrel. It's not unmet. It's just a crazy asshole it's squirrel. It's just a dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's different things. I I do stand by. I think meth would kill a squirrel in any amount. I just think it's a lot to go through. <laughs> For a squirrel. Where would you even get that little pipe? Oh, you'd be stressed. You'd you would be, be very deep. stressed as a squirrel. As a squirrel. Like, I mean, your nuts would be buried far too deep. We- you wouldn't even remember where they were. No, well, they don't a lot of the time. That's the thing. Don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they'd remember them all to be able to see true trees. <laughs> oh my God, they'd be the strongest squirrel in the world. I want to know what that squirrel got up to. Okay, I have two questions. Did the squirrel get up to anything after the agents released him? Mm. And like, did he go on a killing spree and then meet up with the dude? Or did he have two squirrels? <laughs> I don't know! All I can tell you is that they released the squirrel. They said, you're free now. What's the squirrel's name? Give me a squirrel name. A squirrel name? Yeah. Uh, Chip. Chip. Chip, you're free. Go into the wild. Go on there now, attack little asshole squirrel. You're not on Met, though, but he's out in the open. But, um, then a Facebook video comes out the next day. This was on the Monday. Okay. The Tuesday, a Facebook video was uploaded with him and supposedly that same squirrel. So Yeah. Who now, found him and they decided to have a heart-to-heart to the camera, gone sexual, gone wrong. But I just... From the point of view of the people releasing the squirrel. Yeah. This is my problem. They didn't know for sure that the squirrel was on meth or was not on meth. They couldn't test them. Couldn't test them. They don't have a syringe small enough. It's just an attack. It's an attack. But the fuck... If he was on meth... Yeah. They are forcing a squirrel to go into withdrawal. (laughs) In the wild. (laughs) What do you say? Rehab? What's the best way to go about this? Wean them off it, maybe. Don't wean them off. Like, yeah, but that's a risk to take, though, because if you try to wean them off it, you've got to give them little bits. But if they weren't on the bet at all, then you're just giving them bet. That's true. Yeah. 
But I, I, mm, it's a tricky situation. It here. is a tricky situation. It's who do you believe? It's a he shit. The he, squirrel, the squirrel, or the law. The law, or the man and his squirrel who love each other and are just little assholes. Ah, there's no love there. The, do you think it's just pure business? <laughs> I was going to say lust. Oh, <laughs> it had gone sexual. Business. What business? Hitman. Hitman. The squirrel. He's a hitman. The squirrel's a hitman. Squirrel's a hitman. Right. It's got and it <laughs> takes the mate just to forget its long days. Not for any other reason. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's seen so much oh with his little eyes. <laughs> what kind of squirrel was it? Do you think I know that? Fucking, you know enough about this I know, story. I, I, <laughs> there's, there's two types of squirrel. Right. You have the red ones and the bastards. I think it's a bastard. It's a grey squirrel. I think it's a grey squirrel. Because the grey squirrel killed all the red squirrels because it's a prick. But I think the. Is a red squirrel. Are you allowed to legally own a red squirrel? I don't think you're allowed to legally own any squirrel. Right, okay. I just think that. It says it's illegal in Alabama. Yeah, red squirrels are protected in Ireland. Right, okay. Which is where we are. Yes, that's a, that can confirm that. Geography-wise, yes, that's so, where we are. Connor, I don't mean to say this on the podcast. Yeah. You need to get rid of your fucking squirrels. I just have so many of them. I put them all in your birthday cake. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, as in in the batter or just inside? Look, I'm going to leave that up to you. Oh, man. What, what's all this mess? <laughs> I think it's in the balloons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Heavy. Uh, Mickey Polk. Mickey Polk. Who do we trust here? Do we trust the law or do we trust Mickey? I see Mickey has already broken the law by own... Unless he's cohabiting with the squirrel, that the squirrel is choosing to be there. Do you think the Mickey is... But I think Mickey knows the squirrel better than anyone. And I think if he says the mate, is the squirrel isn't met, the squirrel isn't met. That's true. He seems to be very... He's, he's very adamant that... He made a Facebook video. He had never given the squirrel meth. Never. Despite he there being meth in the house. Why did they suspect the squirrel was on meth? Surely, step is, one is you take Mickey's on meth. Yeah. Why in any situation <laughs> would you think the squirrel... Like, you could, you could... I could fathom, okay, he's trained this squirrel to attack people. I would never in my life think the squirrel is attacking people because he's on meth. <laughs> We have to weed them off it. Why is that in their head? Did someone tell them that? Maybe somebody told them. Maybe the friend. They showed up the house. They arrested the friend? Because they said there was somebody already there in the house. But they were arrested for drugs as well. Yeah, there's drugs in the house. But Mickey says they're not his drugs. But he also said they weren't the squirrel's drugs. Could be the friend's. So who do we believe? Could be the friend's drugs. Could be the friend's drugs. The friend lives there now because Mickey moved out but he left some of his stuff there because they're still good friends. Exactly. Mickey moved to a little one bed sit apartment with his squirrel. (laughs) Chip. I think my favourite line in this whole thing is the indignation he uses when he says you can't give a squirrel mate. As if everyone else is the idiot. It would kill them. (laughs) They're small. (laughs) I'm no expert on squirrels. I mean... I might as well be. I might as well be. <laughs> but you can't give a squirrel... Like, I feel like I'm talking to the wall here, lads. <laughs> he fucking understands and he's a squirrel. <laughs> and then he looks at me don't squawk at me now. That's, do, squir- do squirrels squawk? What would you describe a squirrel? Uh, a chirp? Chirp is still very bird-like. Yeah. Uh, a little... little... Oh. See, there's chirp, squawk... Yeah. Squeal, yap, yap could be yeah, a good one. Kind of a small yap is yeah, what I think a squirrel. Yeah. I is he yapping his way down through some meat? 
Is yapping a new slang term the kids are using? I think that's what I've used now, yeah. That's fair enough, you're a trendsetter, <laughs> all right. Walking to all the nightclubs. Sorry, I'd like to yap. <laughs> They're like, get out. Do you think there's like a progression in the training of an attack squirrel? Like, do you start off with like, Is sit, biggest... sit, stay, lie down? Yeah. And then move into... Kill. Kill. Straight kill. <laughs> Straight kill. Straight kill. No wound, no warning shot. No, warning shot, so he has a gun. <laughs> he's a little tiny, it's a. It's not even like a machine, it's a revolver. Yeah. Little tiny revolver, little cowboy hat. <laughs> little cigarette, but not meth. <laughs> right, he's, a little poncho. Yeah. <laughs> he would have a little poncho, but his tail would stick out the back of it. Of course. Okay, we have a little John Wayne squirrel happening. Yeah, uh, Chip. Chip Wayne. Chip Wayne. Chip Wayne, attorney at law. No, he's not an attorney. No, he's not an attorney. He's a straight up killer. Straight up killer. Do you think this man assassinated JFK? The squirrel? The squirrel. The squirrel. I think. He's only 10 minutes, 10 minutes old, but time travel? Time travel. Time travel's big. <laughs> time travel is big in time the squirrel community. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I don't know. 10 months. He must have been trained from birth, surely. I just like the idea that this man has to, had to make a Facebook video to, like, just lads. Obviously, on. obviously, he's not fucking met. He's want, a little dickhead. I want he's to find a, that video. He's an asshole. We can watch that video after we finish here. Excellent. This man is just explaining. I love. I. I. In my head, he's just like resigned. He's just like lads. Obviously not. <laughs> like, what do you think of me? I'm not an idiot. No attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like I'll prove that he's well trained. <laughs> attack that little child, Chip. <laughs> Get out your little handgun! You just hear a distant scream. <laughs> ah! Is that chip making that noise? No, well, one of them. Fair enough. He scream shoots. Oh, he's a scream shooter. Scream shooter. He hates his work, but yeah. damn, he's good at it. <laughs> it's a wild card, but I'm glad he's in our deck. Oh, man. Okay, we're moving on to a follow up story from last week, Sean. <gasps> um, What's so been happening? Last week, what do you think was our big story? The bees? No, not the bees. The other big story from last week. The other big story from the last week. The bees! Not the bees. Not the bees? Not the bees. Uh, Some the sort of other animal. Other animal? Other animal. Oh my god, you were here, Sean. You can't I even remember. Here. I genuinely can't. Imagine some sort of squirrel <gasps> situation. The squirrel on meth! The squirrel on meth! So what is the story from last week, Sean? There was a, a man who put out a Facebook video... Mm. Saying that his attack squirrel was not on meth. After being accused of being on meth. After being accused of having a squirrel on meth. That the squirrel was just, in fact, a dickhead. Yes. But the police who raided the house freed the squirrel. They couldn't find him because he wasn't there. He wasn't there. They freed the squirrel back into the wild, whether it be addicted to meth or not. Yes. And the squirrel somehow found its way back to this dude. Yeah, and they made a Facebook video where him and the squirrel were sitting facing the camera, talking it out. Yeah, and saying... And him going, obviously I didn't give a squirrel meth. I'm not an idiot. That would kill them. I'm not a fucking moron. I mean, he's right. What did Alabama attack squirrel? Order is finally arrested after chase. Oh, no. Oh, to follow up, Sean. Oh, God. And I have more news on the name of said squirrel. And it is... It is so perfect of what this squirrel is called. Yeah. An Alabama man who denied feeding meat to a so-called attack squirrel he considered a pet has finally been arrested. Okay, he's been right? brought to justice. They, they said on Twitter that 35-year-old Mickey Polk was caught Thursday night following a chase in which he rammed an investigator's vehicle. Oh. There was this high-speed chase going Hi- on. So it had nothing to do with the squirrel, was no, it? No, the squirrel oh. was driving. 
<laughs> he was the getaway driver. Mickey was on guns. He was erratic, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um, authorities had been seeking Paul on multiple felony warrants unrelated to the squirrel named... Named? These Nuts. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. First name D's, last name Nuts. Full name, no, no space. D's Nuts. D's Nuts. D's Nuts. And D's Nuts. D's Nuts. <laughs> and then his last name is Airhorns. Wah, 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 wah. That's fucking brilliant. So the squirrel has always been called D's Nuts. That entire story, when we were talking about it last week. It didn't we were... reveal that the name of the squirrel was D's Nuts. D's Nuts. It made it was made infamous after they were warned. Sorry, the squirrel these nuts was made infamous after police said they were warned about a meth fuel trained the tax squirrel. I, I still don't know how they know he's addicted to meth. They just are suspicious. They're suspicious. <laughs> lot those. He has police. a look about him. He has a look of a meth user about him. Paul told the Associated Press last week. The Associated Press. Like he's very official. That he was working on a plan for turning himself into authorities. But authorities said he was booked into the Lauderdale County Jail after fleeing a motel on a stolen motorcycle. It's unclear whether he has a lawyer. These nuts couldn't be tested for a mate and has been released back into the wild Not again. again. <laughs> I bring me, I bring back my original point yes. about releasing the squirrel. If he's on meth. Yeah. He's going through withdrawal yeah. on his own. There's no rehab for squirrels. I don't think there is. There's not like a place to go. No. Him and Elton John in the same place. I've seen Rocket Man. That's what happens. Is Rocket Man any good, actually? It's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. L- lack of squirrels? A uh, very su- suspicious lack of squirrels. One star. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So he was working on a plan to... He was going to give himself up. Yes. Was he? But then he hit a car and <laughs> he was going to. I think he was going to give himself up, but on his own, on his own time, right? And they found him before his time had come up. He, so he made a drastic getaway on a stolen motorcycle, crashed the bike. He finally gets arrested. Him and the squirrel is, is the squirrel sp- on the back of the bike with a little helmet on, holding on to it. I was about yeah. to ask, does he have little riding gear? Arms around his waist, ready mm. to go. Weirdly long squirrel arms. <laughs> Weirdly long. He's completely disproportionate to the rest of his body. Hear me out Go here. Go on. Tiny sidecar. Tiny. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> These nuts. Get in the tiny sidecar. And it's like, it's this big. I'm holding my fingers a small distance. Once again, audio platform. Yes. Hold your fingers apart again. That big. About that big. About that about, big. We're all clear of what that big is now. Thanks, audience, for being on the side. <laughs> now, this squirrel. <laughs> These nuts. These nuts. But surely letting a trained attack squirrel into the wild, it'll just... Worst case scenario, Mm. he trains other squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying he's going to set up some sort of like Third Reich situation with the squirrels? Not Third Reich, but maybe like a dojo. (laughs) And then they'll take on rival human dojos. (laughs) In fight, in fight... Be like Cobra Kai. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, squirrel off. Wax squirrel off. D's nuts D's is nuts. Mr. Miyagi. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh shit. So like, if if there's a squirrel takeover, we know who started Is this it. the star of Splinter in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? But he's not, not a rat, he's, he's a squirrel. A squirrel, another rodent, yeah. to be fair. 
And he just trains other turtles. He teaches them to be ninja teens. Yeah. Heroes in a half shell. Some sort of turtle power. What are you saying, Sean? I'm I'm throwing this conspiracy at you. And then... Go on. uh, Mickey Polk. What does that sound like? Master Shredder. (laughs) (laughs) The exact same. Exact same. He's bitter because his squirrel got taken away. How did we never realise it? It's just, it's so obvious now. Mickey Paul, rearrange the letters. Yeah. Master Shredder. That, if you, not many people don't think about it too much, but that's actually what they spell. That is it. Yeah. 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 There's no S. No, shh. That's where the S <laughs> comes from. He's, he's, uh, always, he's, he's a snake. <laughs> and the arresting officers, that you forgot to mention their names. Oh, are you saying some sort of Bulkins? Yeah. Uh, Bulkins call? No, they're Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady. Of course. Yeah. One that makes GTA. Yeah. Um, so That's Rockstar. <laughs> so, it's all a big conspiracy, Sean. That article, written by April O'Neil. <laughs> if the, someone's like, I never watched a Teenage Mutant Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they don't understand what's going on right now. That's well, fine, we don't really know what's going on. And I say, I don't care, Tracy Jones. Oh, fuck, he's going <laughs> after you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't believe he's going to set up his own dojo. Yeah. We will keep you updated on this squirrel. Who uh, Now, where's he going to get the little outfits? They would be happy, but there's not a lot of material. Like, you could make it yourself. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Like, you would, you would need very minuscule amounts of material to really get a good outfit out of it. Do we have any talented seamsters in the audience? And maybe make some sort of squirrel outfit. A squirrel outfit. Send us that with a squirrel. <laughs> And a load of meth. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, if we were on meth, this podcast would be a fucking nightmare. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it would be some kind of horror show. More than it is now. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to give everyone an up update. Mickey has been arrested. But, uh, the squirrel D- is so- but D's Nuts is still at large. D's Nuts is still at large. Sorry, D's Nuts are still at large. <laughs> on the streets. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. He's dealing. Um... <laughs> Dealing pain. <laughs> That's a tagline for his dojo. <laughs> um, he, you know, his tagline is like that scene in Batman, the original Batman. When, uh, what a weird title like, for a film. No, when Bruce, Wayne, when Bruce Wayne is like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get and nuts. he just keeps replaying that over and over again. He's like, this is what the kind of energy I want. <laughs> oh, we're in the Top four. Top four. Top four. That's now. what everyone wants to be, is top four in life. Absolutely. So How does it feel to be less than bronze? Oh, damn. <laughs> I hate it, John. You know, <laughs> it's my greatest weakness. <laughs> so, we're into the top four. And I gotta say, this was... The voting on these four was... Well, sorry. Cotton heavy. The voting on four, three, and two was literally two points between them. And number one ran away with over half the votes, but number two, three, and four was so tight that I was just like, I don't know what's coming, I don't know where they're coming where, but... But I'd be happy with any of them. Yeah, they're quite good. So, our next story is, suspected fire on radar in northern Minnesota turns out to be 600,000 ducks. This was... This is another one where I was just, like, fascinated listening to it. 600,000 ducks. I think this is one of those stories where we had the headline, but then we went into a whole story about, imagine being in that lake, and there's 300,000 ducks on either side of you. (laughs) Just surrounded. Imagine the smell, the noise, and then we just said, what if you clapped? (laughs) I, I love this story. It's so dumb, but also so perfectly up our street. 
Yeah, and it's one of those ones, and we, there's a few of them, is that it's a, it's a funny headline, but when you think about it, yeah. that's when it becomes really, like, it gets in your mind. The logistics of it all make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they thought that there were 600,000 ducks, and they, they were so large that they showed up on the radar that they thought there was, like, a forest fire. A wildfire. A wildfire on. happening, but in fact it was just these fucking maniacs. So many ducks. <laughs> too many. Would you say too many? 600,000. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Any, anything more than, like, 20 ducks is uh, probably intimidating. Even 20. Even 20. Look, in a big pond. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Big enough pond. If there were 20 ducks in this room, oh, I'd be, certainly I would many. shit myself. Yeah. But 20 ducks at a big pond? That's, that's there. I'd still shit myself, but a little less. Fish are in the pond. <laughs> so. You'd shit yourself a little less. <laughs> so. Just a little bit, and then you'd realise, <laughs> no, it's not so bad. <laughs> Calm down. I'll stop that there now. Fair play to you, lads. <laughs> so, this is 600,000 ducks. Let's give that a play. Ducks, Sean. Ducks. Suspected fire on radar in northern Minnesota turns out to be 600,000 ducks. That's a lot of ducks. <laughs> what were they up to? Um, the local weather radar turned into a feather radar for a few hours Wednesday morning. Not the best joke. <laughs> what? Uh, there's got- I love the quack a good joke. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's all right. Yeah, I uh, saved it. No, but a better head, a better like leading comment. The radar was down for a while. Yeah, I don't get it. duck down. No, it's co- well. Look, you you wouldn't know, but yeah. it's commonly used in expensive duvets and pillows. Oh wow, jeez, that would have been a great pun. <laughs> wouldn't it just? We're back to fighting. <laughs> Turned on me again. <laughs> um, meteorologists in the National Weather Service's Duluth office noticed some unusual activity on the screen and became worried there was a fire in the county. Right? Okay. They called the sheriff and the fire centre and no one had heard of any emergencies. They then rang up the Rice Lake National Wildlife Refugees. Uh, uh, refuge, sorry, refugees, Jesus. <laughs> Those ducks um, have been true enough. <laughs> been true enough. <laughs> Give them a home. <laughs> <laughs> Where the action seemed... They flew over the wall. Oh, absolutely. Where the action seemed to be concentrated. It turned out to be 600,000 ducks in formation. In formation? Yeah. They were getting ready for an attack. This is... <laughs> and a quack. Ah, good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Ducked out like the blankets. Oh. He's <laughs> 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 um, a meteorologist said workers from the refuge said they'd been out conducting a waterfowl survey in the morning around 10 ter- 10.30am the timing corresponded almost exactly with what appeared on the radar in Duluth the surveyors went out onto the lake in airboats which likely disturbed the ducks on the lake they flapped around until the vessel left and the birds could settle peacefully on the water once again the, the meteorologist said they were surprised with the size and the timing of the echo the ducks caused. Ah, uh, impossible. How do you know? Ducks, quacks, don't echo. Ah, oh, well done. Um, the weather service is used in it to its ra- radar, picking up the roosting rings from time to time. But that usually happens around sunrise in autumn or spring. I birds- know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> <laughs> Nearest we can figure is there's something special about that lake in particular, they say. Oh. Right? The highest duck counts in the region tend to come from that site. There must be something the ducks especially like in that lake, Sean. What, what could is it be? there? Bread? Talk to me. 
Devilment, Devilment is terrified of ducks. <laughs> Absolutely. They love bounties. <laughs> Keep taking his bounties. He gets swarmed. <laughs> and what could be in the lake? Bread is good. I There's a bakery underneath the set water. The underground bakery. The under, underwater, underwater bakery. bakery. Oh that God. bread would be so soggy. It's a very wet dough. Very wet dough. Uh, I, and 600,000? Yeah. That's a lot. 600,000 ducks. That would be terrifying to imagine, drive a boat through. Yeah, imagine you turn up and you're just like, in my head, yeah, you have a boat and you're slowly going through and they just part. Like the Red Sea. Like the Red Sea. But there's 300,000 either side of you and they all just silently just are looking at yeah, you. Yeah, the ducks, like, a duck, there's a fear that somewhere a duck is staring at you. I can't remember the name of that fear. But. You would definitely have it there because there's 600,000. Oh, and they're all looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine being right in the middle of the lake, ducks all around you, yeah. and just... <laughs> <laughs> and they all disperse. Just chaos. <laughs> just absolute lunacy. There'd be shit everywhere. I have like, How you would teach your child, right? If you were a father, yeah. you bring your son out in the lake, we're going fishing, boy, right? But he's been, he's been a bit whingy for the last few weeks. <laughs> right. How you teach him a lesson? <laughs> bring him to Duck Lake. Bring him to, bring him to Duck Lake. You drop him right in the centre. You stick on slowly your mask and your padding. <laughs> He's like, Father, what are we doing here? You say, Boy. Do you remember the time you dirtied the bathroom? <laughs> and you've you've like crafted him a suit made out of slices of bread. <laughs> He's a little baker boy. He's a little baker. He's covered in flour. <laughs> Loves flour. I think that's a way to teach your children a lesson. Go to the killer duck lake. Go to the killer duck lake. Put him in the middle. Clap. Oh man. <laughs> I don't that sound like Batman is born. <laughs> duck man. Duck man. You have to become your greatest fear. The, yeah. And then he the used- clap. <laughs> he fears the clap. <laughs> He's dressed as a duck, but his superhero name is The Clap. <laughs> He's very confused. Everyone's confused. He's always on edge. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> the worst superhero ever. <laughs> the big explosion goes off and they're robbing the bag. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I've got The Clap. <laughs> yeah, two things happen. He either becomes terrified of ducks or becomes king of the ducks. One of the two. Oh man, this this duck lake. There's a. It's a place of great danger. It is, but also they great possibility. A, they thought it was a fire. Six hundred thousand ducks are so big that they come up on the radar as a mass fire. Yeah, like fucking hell. I mean, hopefully, hopefully a fire never starts there because from now on they'll just be like, oh, it's the ducks. Yes, the oh, the ducks are at again. Yeah, just the pyromaniac ducks. <laughs> They're always trying to set fire to the water. The dad gave the duck like a Zippo lighter. <laughs> the duck has a roll-up sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. And like he had a pack of cigarettes in his roll-up sleeve. Yeah. He takes one out, just slowly takes a drag. This is the coolest goddamn duck. <laughs> My God. <laughs> just goes mental. <laughs> He's still a duck at the that's, end of the day. That's so fucking cool though, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe we come up with a hero who has the clap. I know. Very progressive. Very progressive. Sean, would you like to hear a top three 
Weird news stories of 2019. I don't think I'm ready. I, I might die. I don't think you're emotionally prepared for these following three stories. I'm in no way prepared for anything. Have we gotten to your favourite of the year so far? Oh, I, I, there's my, I know my favourite and I haven't mm. heard it yet. I okay. really hope it's on the list. Okay, right. Um, number three. Is undercover cops posing as drug buyers arrested by undercover cops posing as drug dealers? This is the story when two groups of undercover policemen arrested each other on a big drug raid because nobody talked to each other. No, they were from different precincts. <laughs> yeah. And imagine trying to convince them. It was precinct 11 and precinct 12. But You would think they'd work closely. But, but they were running separate drug scan... Drug... Uh, what's the word? Sting Stings? operations. Drug sting operations. Didn't tell each other. And they both ended up as the undercover from either side of the drug deal. It's just, like it's a plot from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> all I could think of. And Or 21 Jump Street or something yeah. like that. Where it's... They, I'm sure they both did their jobs very well, both teams. <laughs> but in the end, it was all for nothing. <laughs> I think, did we start talking about uh, how if there was one guy who's actually a drug dealer there? Like, yeah. There would have to be one, like, proper drug dealer that they, like, integrated into his group and they went undercover. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't just trust the new guys to... No, so, like, there would have to be one drug... And everyone just starts... Chaos erupts and he just slips out the back because he's yeah. the only person there who's actually guilty. I was thinking about that. Like, you would pretend to also be an undercover Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm in Precinct 11. <laughs> oh, I'm the 13 guy. I think... Yeah. I think we had a conversation that was like, um, I, I'm a police fan. Yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd say yeah. <laughs> no, I said it first. <laughs> yeah. So undercover cops arrest each other is number three. Let's give that a play. Um, okay, we're moving on to our next weird news story. That is undercover cops posing as drug buyers. Oh. Arrested by undercover cops posing as drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't this exact thing happen in 21 Jump Street? <laughs> so, undercover <laughs> cops were trying to get a drug dealer. Right. But another group of undercover cops were separate trying cops. To, separate cops were trying to get a drug buyer. Oh, it's a classic case of miscommunication. <laughs> This is the best. This is unreal. Um, a gigantic drug raid mistake led to police officers arresting each other. Dun, dun, dun. It turns out undercover cops in Detroit posed as drug dealers to help catch a pair of sellers. However, thanks to a tiny mess up, another undercover police group thought they were real drug dealers, so they raided that house oh, <laughs> as God. undercover buyers, um, which quickly became the most embarrassing things that the department has ever seen. They said, "How do you how do you reconcile that? Like in that moment, what are you saying?" <laughs> Even the police chief had to come out and be like, yeah, this, we, uh, we Lads, fucked up. This is going to make a great story. One, one day we'll all laugh. Like, did it, was it a case that they both had their guns pointed at each other? Oh, yes. Hang on. <clears throat> okay. I'd already say the undercover officers from the 12th precinct went undercover with the purpose of pretending to be drug dealers so they could re- address the potential buyers. Two pretend buyers within the house were the pretend drug dealer were, were precinct 11... So Precinct 11 and Precinct 12 um, were at. These officers were there to arrest the buyers. 
Are we all still with me? Are I you? am, yeah. Yes, they're... Surely they would talk. 11 and 12 have gone in, but they haven't talked to each other. They're in the next office, or I don't know how precincts work. Neither do I. Um, to sum it up, basically, neither 12 or 11 knew these cops, other cops were undercover. Fuck. So they began to rampage the place when they arrived, and they quickly began to yell at each other, pulled guns at each other, and started a fist fight as they tried to arrest each other. Oh my god. <laughs> They are definitely best friends now. <laughs> um, and in case you were wondering, yes, they were all wearing body cameras and were able to capture the whole incident from either side. Yes. As they all fought each other. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, an inter- internal investigation has been lodged, obviously, because of course, especially since there were guns involved and punches were being thrown everywhere between the officers. As they were like, you get on the floor, no, you get on the floor! <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a cop, no, I'm <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. And then they just start kissing. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Oh, I love a man in uniform. <laughs> that is a plot twist. No, it's not added to the newspaper article. Listen to the commentary. It just turned into a massive orgy between 11 and 12. Yeah, and then the commissioner was like, Ooh, lads, it's all on camera. <laughs> We'll just say it was a right and we couldn't show it. Like, there, yeah. was, there was punches thrown. Jesus, that's. I fucking seen things, boys. There's no love there. <laughs> that's not love. That's just pure animal lust. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best part of the story was that the homeowners just stood there and watched them basically just rip each other apart without knowing who they were. Can you imagine how oh. confused this dude must have been? It's like in a film where, like,. A clone is fighting a cl- uh, the yeah. original. It's like, who do I shoot? So, the guy who's like the main drug operator who operates out with a house, mm. the undercover cops must have been like in his squad. And right. then the undercover, okay, I said undercover, undercover sellers must have been on his squad. And the undercover buyers were coming in to buy it, right? Yeah. So this guy is, it's just him and he's got like 50 cops. He's just surrounded. And, but the cops are so distracted. But they're distracted by each other. So he's just watching them all kill the shit, get the shit out of each other. Yeah, he's like, and, who's a cop? What? <laughs> he's just like, he's so confused. Um, so as I said, the homeowner just stood there and watched them all just basically kill each other. You would though, wouldn't you? <laughs> so confused. Was that was phone? <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, like it's it's fairly ridiculous. It's like a scene out of the office or something. Yeah, like it's it's the kind of thing that if they had taken five seconds to stop punching the head off each other, <laughs> it'd be solved immediately. <laughs> but like, what could you say? Because like, you'd be like, I'm a cop. No, I'm get down on the ground, I'm a cop. You get down on the ground, I'm a cop. And then you're immediately like, I don't believe your story, obviously, because I'm the cop. Yeah. It's like the clone and the evil clone. Like, I know I'm the good clone. I'm the real one. <laughs> yeah, I swear. I, you would just be like, I'm, I'm from 11. You're... F- Look, just make a call. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. On the, on the flip side, though, if they weren't undercover sellers... Do you imagine the balls those guys would have if they were just actual drug sellers and they were like, no, we're cops. We're, yes. Don't, don't arrest us. But see, that's the thing. Like, I think this story is going to make a few people do that from now on. Oh, Florida man's going to try it. Oh, Florida man's definitely going to try it. Him yeah. and his Florida man friends. Yeah. Like, like, this is the best plan ever. Just say we're cops. Yeah, then they can't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> or arrest us. You can't arrest a police. We'll arrest them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then we'll be uh, cops. <laughs> And we can leave this life of crime. Has anyone ever seen Let's Be Cops? <laughs> that. We'll just do that. Um, oh, man, I read that headline and I thought, 
Yep, that's that's like a sketch. That's a every comedy group has done that sketch. Yeah, that a bunch of undercover cops don't know the other undercover cops. Yeah, it's like a Key and Peele or and, SNL sketch. And the one guy who's actually the drug dealer is just so confused and presumably gets away. <laughs> yeah, they're all killing each other. He just like walks out. <laughs> He's like, like whistling. Yeah, he moonwalks out. Why is that guy moonwalking? Get him! No, no, he's a cop. <laughs> oh, that's our moonwalking <laughs> captain. <laughs> that's what, a strong one. That was that was quite the episode. Quite the episode. I think we could just stop right there. Do you want to stop Surely the- there's no further stories. I, I would say there's two more stories two left, Sean. more stories? And to be honest with you... It's like a, a two-story building. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's got two stories. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> Energy up You can tell it's been a long day <laughs> We've been at this since noon It's now 4pm <laughs> We've been listening to all the stories yeah, We've been keeping up with you <laughs> So we're moving on to our top two And to be honest with you These might be the top two stories of the year Possibly the decade Oh, <laughs> of t- Certainly at the end of the decade Certainly 2019. I think these two stories both rival the raccoons from last year, Sean. I, yeah, that's that, that's my benchmark for how good a story yeah, is. and that was very early on. So, um, moving on to number two. Man sinks $3 billion submarine, forgetting to close the hatch. Um, I love it. So This is my favourite story, I think. <laughs> I think so. Because it's it was the realisation... Yeah. Of what was happening. I think we read it and we were just like, but my favourite line of this whole thing is when um, I said, oh, they forgot to close the hatch and you said, oh, they put the water on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) And I remembered that quote for months afterwards. You still remember it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and even, (laughs) then we, we go on a whole thing about like, the sergeant is given out to him. Yeah. And, all the and he soldiers, doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. And they're all just like <laughs> dickhead students. It's like, sir, why didn't you make a door that closes? <laughs> yeah. So they built a $3 billion submarine. $3 billion. And, and from what I can remember, it was like run by like 95% computers. Yeah, so once it went under, it would just do its thing. And because it they literally just needed like a skeleton crew to like run other things they around just needed it. someone to close the to door. To close the door and keep the computer running because the computer did all the work. And one of them forgot to close the hatch when they were going down and, and completely ruined all of the equipment. It flooded. And flo- uh, of course it flooded, yeah. The water was on the inside. The water was on the inside and all the water got into the computer system and fucked it all up. And like there would have been a moment when it was going down when they would have realised what was happening we but are, they couldn't stop it. We are twats. We are not in... Not trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's how they talk. That's how they talk because they're in, they're they're undergoing some yeah. stress, Connor. You gotta get those double negatives in. Three billion. Dollars. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. I think that might be a quote that I put on a shirt if we were to do the show. Just like three billion dollars, <laughs> just looking into the distance. This is a submarine. Because you can't even imagine that. If I owed anyone, if you owed anyone million three dollars. grand, three thousand dollars, I think we had this discussion. Yeah, like if you owed, if I owed anyone thirty quid, <laughs> I'd be like Jesus. I'd be like fuck, I'm gonna get that back to him now. But three billion dollars—that's a lot of zeros. Like, 
and you have to like pass the blame upwards yeah shortly. yeah it's somebody else's fault that you didn't close that hatch yeah because no it, yeah because i think we had a conversation that like there would have been a crew but there was one of them that did it and he knows he did it he but everybody else doesn't know that he did it everyone else is like oh what happened there yeah. who didn't close that he's like oh I don't know who didn't close the hatch <laughs> looking around it might have been you <laughs> or you <laughs> it was <laughs> um, so yeah this is Man Sings 3 billion dollar submarine oh man I love this story we we sometimes get slip ups here on Weird News people Never. people costing other people money oh I thought you meant those that we, we no we never slip up we're perfect yeah but we get other people slipping up and just making that's a high Irish phrase making a hames of it making a hames right now, I, now I'm picking up what you're putting down exactly so they're just they're in a situation and they just do something and they're just like oh fuck I, yes. I'm after forgetting to lock the back door and, and and the cougars are out the today. The cougars are out. And I've left all of this beef <laughs> why did I around leave, the house. Why did I leave my child in that spike pit? <laughs> right? Well, I have a certain kind of story like that. Because I have how to sink a $3 billion submarine, Sean. Fuck. How do you go about sinking a $3 billion submarine? I mean, ideally, they're designed to sink. Yeah. But a controlled sink. A controlled sinkage. And then they come back up. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling this one didn't come back up. Now, you, what the main problem would be is you don't want to leave any holes. A good thing with a submarine. Yeah. Everything's closed off. Structural integrity. And you keep on, and it's very good at holding under the pressure. That's the thing. Water outside, people inside. Exactly. Well, here, where they went wrong here was that one man... Forgot to close a hatch. <gasps> he put the water on the inside. <laughs> he's like, he's got like this di- di- diagram. He's like water outside, <laughs> people inside. He's like, oh no! <laughs> he just, it's flooding in. He's just like, let me check the manual. <laughs> Just two pages. Yeah. And he's like, he looks at the manual, looks up, looks at the manual, looks up. Oh, oh. No, the boss is going to kill me. <laughs> um, the modern submarine is not a simple machine, Sean. No. Uh, a loss of propulsion, unexpected flooding, um, or trouble with reactors or weapons can doom a subcrew to a watery grave at a sad part of, like, of the world. You don't mean a watery grave, Sean. Watery, the wateriest um, grave you can imagine. But you know, it's also a good idea... To close the hatch before you dive into the water. Sorry, let me just check the manual. Yeah, go on there. again. Oh, oh no, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Conrad Zeus presents the Z3, the world's first working programmable fully automatic computer in Berlin that runs this submarine, right? Amazing. The submarine gets run by computers. They need people there to just keep the computers working. Yeah, but the, all the work is done. Most of the I would say 99% of the work is done by the computer. So without this computer, you're saying a lot of money would be wasted. Oh, I would say it'd be fairly pointless to spend $3 billion on uh, a submarine that's worked completely by computers. All a human would have to do is close the hatch close when they the come hatch. in. Everything else is ran for them. I mean, look, a robot should provide some kind of warning light, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Call it a lesson learned for the Indian Navy, which managed to put the f- country's first nuclear missile submarine, oh. the 2.9 billion Airhand, out of commission in the most bold-headed way possible. Um, it was reported yesterday that the Airhand had been out of commission since suffering major damage some oh, 10 months God. ago. 
You'd get right? fucking sick, wouldn't you? Due to what a Navy source characterised as human error, is what oh. they're calling it. Human error means small mistake, <laughs> big repercussions. Yeah. Allowing water to flood the sub's propulsion compartment after failing to secure one of the vessel's hatches that you can get in. Oh my god. <laughs> Because you'd have to come to terms with it as it's happening. Yeah. You're like, oh. We can't stop it. Oh, we can't go back up. (laughs) Lads. Water rushed in as a hatch on the rear side was left open by mistake. uh, As it was at the harbour. Shortly after the submarine's lodge, the Hindu reports since then, the sub had been undergoing repairs and cleanup for the last 10 months. Because it would just be completely flooded. Yeah. It's It's a submarine. It was underwater, <laughs> and then it was full of water. And then it was underwater, literally. For age. Salty yeah. water. Salty water. The worst type of water. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's hard to articulate how major a foul-up this is. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, you don't understand. <laughs> Three billion dollars. With a B. With a B. That's... No, you'll never see that kind of money. No, like, you wouldn't even see a million. Three billion dollars on this submarine that is meant to work perfectly. Oh, also, it's nuclear. Nuclear submarine. The whole budget of the country has gone into this submarine. And you have been in charge of it for five minutes. You couldn't close... What is essentially a door. You left the harbour, <laughs> leaving the door open. That's, this isn't like going on holidays with the immersion on, lads. <laughs> this is big. Yeah, the boys are just like really laid back about it. And it's like, it'll be fine. No, lads, this is fucking big. Sorry, sir, it's meant to go underwater. Lads. No, but you can't, you have to close the hatch. Sure, I fucking told him to close it. <laughs> I told him and he told me. It's just not our fault. It's our fault. Why didn't, it, why didn't your computer tell us to yeah. close the hatch? Well, I didn't think I'd need to tell you. Sure, my car tells me when the boot's off. <laughs> just a, get out. <laughs> just, oh, just the guy can't even look at them. Um, Sir, can I get my wages early? You need to fuck <laughs> off. Your wages are in the submarine. <laughs> Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have left that door open. Oh, this is a huge loss. This is one chap having a fight. Just like, he's having a cigarette just before he sets off. He just yeah. throws it into the wall. He's like, right, let's crack on there now, lads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, man. Uh, besides other repair work, many pipes had to be cut open and replaced, and the whole place had to be cleaned up of mi- gallons and gallons of water that had flooded the whole thing. <laughs> Not that bad. Not that bad, it's fine. How much damage can gallons of water do? Due to a computer. Yeah. Not much. Not a, not a bit, lad. <laughs> 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 um, so, it is said that it won't be ready to go until at least 2021 because of these cleanups. Jesus. They spent $3 billion on this submarine and it has been taken out by water. They're going to be very fucking careful the next time it launches, though, aren't they? Every door. <laughs> Triple lock that fucking door, Tommy. There, no doors. They're not going to put doors in There's it. There's no way in. They're going, to, yeah, they're going to seal the computer inside <laughs> in a waterproof room. <laughs> and they're just going to launch it. And it's like, it's done. 
It'll be fucking better than setting off a G fuckers. Yeah. Dickheads. We, do, we, we built a second computer to fix the original <laughs> computer so we wouldn't have to use you. I hate you, Greg. <laughs> I hope you die. <laughs> Sure, can I get an advance from you? You need to stop, Greg. <laughs> um, I think I read this and I thought, has there been a bigger fuck up? I don't, I can't remember. Three no. billion dollars is a lot. It is a lot of money. It reminds me of, do you know that video that was going around for ages? It's the guy on the forklift in the factory and he runs into a shelf and everything falls and it's like a domino yes. effect. Yeah. It's like, there's no coming back from no, you, You're that. done, like. You're done there. <laughs> Just go home. That's one of those times where you walk into the door and your boyfriend or your girlfriend is looking at you. You're like, how was work? <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't great. <laughs> like, legitimately, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Normally I say to you, grand, and we move on to dinner. But at the minute right now, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just sit down on the couch with your head in your hands. <laughs> oh lord and you're, you're like they're just listening to you and you're just like three billion <laughs> three billion and they try to start they try to start talking about their day like Susan was talking to me yeah. and she she knocked over one of the bottles at work and oh, it took me ages to pick up the water it, it took me like ten minutes ten to pick ten up minutes yeah how much was the water I was doing like three dollars three three dollars yeah why what's what's your problem not no, no, Don't you're very worry. quiet. Look, <laughs> what if we didn't have any income for a while? <laughs> what if we moved? <laughs> to the moon. Because <laughs> I messed with the government stuff. I think I've ruined this planet. <laughs> we need to move to another planet. <laughs> I, I think I'm banned. <laughs> from- they kicked me out. They kicked me out of the whole of India. <laughs> We need to get out of here. <laughs> Three billion. The one guy. The one guy. Yeah, it's it. someone's fault. It's like there's one dude and it's all down to him. It's just, and he knows. Yeah. Do you think when they told him the submarine is flooding, someone <laughs> left the hatch open, he did the look around like, oh no, oh who did who could that? Have done, oh, oh lads. lads. And he's like, was it you? No, what's it? Where were you? Huh? I was having a fag of tobacco. Having a. Alright. Hmm, interesting. Mm, mm. Mm. Suspicious. Is it though? He's like accusing everybody else extra hard. He's yeah. like, he does protest too much. Where, what were you doing? Closing all the doors in the front? <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to make small. Like, what's your pastime? Locking doors. <laughs> I love locking doors. Gonna put new doors in the house, put six locks on each of them. Just because just I'm very secure. Very secure. I never leave a door open. Absolutely That's not. That's just my personality, you know. <laughs> Sorry, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lovely door. Three billion dollars. <laughs> Back to the table. <laughs> Three billion. <laughs> just having panic at you. <laughs> just thinking about his eyes. He hasn't blinked in four days. He's going to age like 30 years. And it's going to come back to him every so often. Every night, he's going to go to sleep and just wake up and just like, three billion dollars. They're going to announce like, and the country is in debt by this much. The country is in debt by 2.999 billion dollars. We could have really done with that summary. Would have made quite a dent in it. (laughs) Oh no, that poor, poor man. man. By a poor man, we mean fucking idiot. What do you do? And now we get 
to numero uno. Numero one. Numero one, as they say on the streets. This is... This is... We've had a lot of marriages. We've had a lot of... um, just weird a lot of divorces divorces weird relationships all year but there's one that stood out to me hmm. and it's actually a story we covered when we were on the radio oh ages back yeah are we is it covered spooky? it's it is quite spooky because number one story the number one weird new story the moment we've all been waiting for for 2019 is that the woman who married her 300 year old go- pirate ghost needed an exorcism after the violent breakup uh, like there's a lot going on there there's a lot of backstory to that <laughs> the backstory I think is that we covered this Amanda Teague she married this 300 year old ghost pirate um, and she was like I'm so happy we're in a relationship together yeah. they met in Australia yeah and they had the Mile High Club when they were flying back which opens a whole other kind of world yeah we're not gonna get they book a seat <laughs> do they book two seats who can say who could say but why didn't they sail who no? He would be the expert for that. He'd fly the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and it was just the the fact that she needed an exorcism mm. meant that he was hanging around her. Yes. So who broke up with who? She divorced him. I just because she kept getting sick, like really, really violently sick. I imagine now. I think I say in the report. Probably some other cause. Probably some other cause other than your ghost pirate husband. Unless there's an actual corpse. And the biggest telling she had was her dog didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't like her ghost. ghost. Dogs don't like ghosts. Though. That's true, everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but ghosts, big fans of dogs. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> Who's a good boy? I just, this story perfectly sums up weird news in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because there's no defence for acting like this to, to accept that this story exists is to accept that a woman initially married a 300 year old ghost pirate to get to the point of needing a divorce because we just accepted that the marriage happened and do you need a divorce if there's an exorcism happening because an exorcism is killing a ghost technically. so she's committing murder but you can't commit murder to a ghost well, they've already, oh, they're already dead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we can murder as many ghosts as we want. <laughs> I'll give you free reign that you can marry, marry and murder as many ghosts as you want. Interesting. Up to and including Ted. Why, why that limit? Because after that, you're a serial mass murderer. They can't be having a ghost, man. Of course. They don't have mass. Oh, you see the math mass, though. Do, do you? I don't know. I think um, Jesus told me that one. Fair enough. Let's see if we talk about it in the report. <laughs> That's you rolling. Just getting the segue going. Get the play. I'm filling the segue with Petra. Okay, good stuff. This is our number one weird news story of the year. Woman marries 300-year-old ghost pirate and then needs exorcism. Sean, our first weird news story of the week is actually a callback, <gasps> a follow-up, and a sequel. What? I suppose you could say. To a previous story we've talked about? Now, we've had several women who have had marriages <gasps> to, to different things, to Sean. different things. What have we had? We've had a lady who married a creepy doll. Mm-hmm. I don't think the doll was meant to be creepy, but it just was. Zombie sex doll. Zombie sex doll, I believe. It's it'll be creepy. That's true, mm-hmm. it? Because of the sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, the zombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've had a woman who married a ghost pirate, mm-hmm. a woman who just straight up married a ghost and wanted to have ghost babies. 
Well, uh, a woman who married her duvet. That's true. We've had a lot of them. Yeah. Um, not to say men don't also marry weird things. We've had the guy who married a hologram. Yeah. Uh, what's the other guy? Oh, we've had several idiots. Yeah, people just marry weird shit. Yeah. So, speaking of what you've already talked about, Sean. Oh. Woman who married 300-year-old pirate ghost <gasps> needed exorcism after violent breakup. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, that's right. We are again tackling Amanda Teague, the woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost. Okay, I need to... Okay. Dramatic breakup. Yeah. I love it. She did an exorcism to get rid of him after a dramatic breakup. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. She broke up with him. Maybe, we don't know. So, Amanda Teague was forced to undergo an exorcism after she says her former soulmate turned nasty and possessed her, Sean. Well, he's a pirate. Ghost. A pirate ghost, of course. You can't trust him. In 2016... He really shivered her timbers. Oh, come on now. Uh, she, in 2016, she claimed to have married a Haitian pirate called Jack, who died in the 1700s, Sean. Rip. Um, after being executed for teething on the high seas. But she says her union left her hospitalised after claiming she discovered that her husband was not all he made himself out to be, Sean. <laughs> You could see right through him. <laughs> wait a minute. So he's... Wait, as in he wasn't a pirate? Or he was a bastard? Imagine if the big twist was he wasn't a pirate. She's like, you're not the man I married? Yeah, he had died on Halloween or something. <laughs> it's a fucking ghost. Yeah. It's just a regular ghost. The 47-year-old who previously worked as cap- as a Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator... <gasps> This story's amazing. This is so good. <laughs> is now warning people. <laughs> She's now warning people about casually dating in the spiritual world. You have to be fully committed. <laughs> Who is this for? Oh, you know there's someone that followed that story. Yeah. And is like... One day I'll meet my Captain Jack. Oh my god, I can't wait for my ghost of 400 years ago. 400 years? Oh, very oh, old. An older gent. I like a mature gentleman. <laughs> um, she said, after two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. Really? She, health problems, Sean. Well, he was what doing all the cooking. Other than her brain problems. Yeah. Does that count as health problems? Brain is health. Brain is it health. Can, a, a brain illness should be treated like a regular illness, Connor. She was suffering from all sorts of diseases. About four or five months. Scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> I started to grow a peg leg. I didn't know you could grow that. <laughs> My leg just fell off and a peg leg grew instead. Like a clothes peg, a little one. I woke up in the morning and there was a parrot on my shoulder. <laughs> Four or five months in, when things started to really go downhill, I went back to some of the people that had communicated with Jack. I know the symptoms of possession, and part of it is ill health, she said. Oh no. So I was concerned that it has to do with the relationship because of the timeline. Made sense. She got married. <laughs> Two weeks later, she starts getting all these diseases. It's true. Mm-hmm. And has she, so she can't talk to him. Well, look, that's never explained. She said... Actually, there you go. She talked to the people who contacted him. Mm. And she said, I was assured that he was a lovely spirit who wouldn't harm me. Seems like 
seems like he's harming her. It's poor basis for a relationship to have to talk to your significant other through somebody else. Yeah, it'd be like... Now, obviously, the poor basis is that he's a ghost, but if we're going to get into it... No, it's, say if this was just real. regular day-to-day, it'd be like someone setting you up on a blind date and just going, no, he's a lovely lad, lovely lad. And then you get, like, earplugs and blinders put on. Yeah, and you have to talk to your friend. Yeah. Oddly. And she'll... He or she will just, like, relay messages. <laughs> but you won't know that it's actually from the person. <laughs> he says you look nice. Did he? Did he now? We, we don't know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but after her dog, Toby, died, Sean. No, not Tobias. Not Tobias. Amanda says she spotted a major red flag about the relationship. She said... More like a black flag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and her other dog Jolly Roger <laughs> oh man um, and her bootstrap Jack <laughs> um, I knew his passing was imminent and I'd asked Jack to keep him until it was my time so we'd all be together so she was so she was asking right right the idea here is that the poor dog was probably 15, 16 yeah was going to pass away anyway and her question was she asked her ghost husband to keep the dog alive until she passed away so they'd both pass away together. Okay, a couple of problems. Yes. Problem the first. What the fuck kind of authority does he have? <laughs> Over the dead. Over the dead. Well, I mean... There's one pirate <laughs> who has control over the dead and it's Davy Jones. <laughs> Everybody knows Everybody that. knows this. You should have married Davy if you thought you were going to be controlling the dead, miss. Davy is far better than Jack. Oh, Jack's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit about this woman's uh, ex-husband who's not real um, yeah and the, sec- the idea of the fact that he had to keep the dog alive bit lot of pressure that's a lot of pressure on him and if she's presumably hoping to live a long life yeah that dog's gonna end up 50 or 60 yeah like not in dog years in human years in human years <laughs> in dog years he'd be as old as Captain time, Jack time itself <laughs> the, the oldest dog but Toby wouldn't go to Jack he was incredibly aggressive and wouldn't go near him so apparently the dog wouldn't go to get goodbye pets from this ghost and Toby loves everyone and Toby loved everyone but apparently he didn't like the ghost pirate husband that her his owner had I don't think dogs get on with ghosts you don't generally. think I don't Just, think dogs can see ghosts I don't think we can see but ghosts. If they, no, true. Ghosts aren't real. Yes. But. I think if, we're, not getting, we're not getting lost in that fact here. No, no, no. That's, yeah. that's decided. Okay. It's confirmed on this podcast. But I think that if if a ghost were to appear, like in films and stuff, it's always the animals that are like, this This isn't right. Oh, they can sense it. Yeah, something shit. It's like, like a cat on. can sense an earthquake before it happens or some shit. Yeah. Right. Or um, a dog knows when feeding time is. Oh, <laughs> or when the leash comes out. Oh, you better be going for a walk if the leash comes out. <laughs> Goodbye, pets. <laughs> um, in the end, he had to go to my mother because he just didn't want to be near him. This is to- Toby, by Oh, the way. Toby, okay. So animals are quite intuitive about people. So See? this was a big red flag to me, she said. What's her her first big red flag about her ghost pirate <laughs> was the fact that her dog didn't like her ghost pirate husband. And that's six months in. <laughs> six months in, yeah. Right. That should have came up with one of the first dates. Bring him over for dinner. Meet the dog. Meet the dog. And if the dog doesn't like him, maybe just don't go on a third date, fourth date. That's true, because it's easier to break it off after three or four days. Once you get into the marriage. That's when it gets it's, harder. It's a bit harder to get. You have to have um, shared custody of the dog. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but Amanda of Northern Ireland says that whilst the couple moved on from the incident, her health began to get worse. Oh no! Oh man! Maybe she just had an infection. She was getting abscesses. Abs. Oh, abscesses. Abscesses. Yeah. All the time after Jack and I would have any sexual relationship, she said. So her and Jack would have some sexy time. Yeah. She'd come out with all these abscesses. Abscesses. That's a lot of S's. But basically, it was something that was at the back of my mind. I never had these before. I was with Jack, she said. Oh, I don't think Jack is exclusively the cause, because he's not real. Mm-hmm. Like... There must be something else going on in her life that she's getting abscesses. Where are the abscesses? She doesn't say. Oh. Just says. Because if it's in her gums, that's scurvy. <laughs> the irony of ironies is if she marries this fucking ghost parent and gets scurvy. Like, just. Maybe he is real. Maybe, or maybe she just like, no, he doesn't like eating fruit, so we don't eat any we of it. We don't eat any fruit. She just changed her whole diet. Yeah. Yeah, but she says that the 47-year-old even cut off sex with the ghost in really? order to see if that helped. And did it? Once I stopped having sexual intercourse with Jack, the abscesses started to improve, she said. Excellent. Oh, brilliant. And I'd say that was literally the best three weeks I'd had since we got married. Jesus, that's a, that's a damning indictment of married life with Jack. <laughs> so anyway, she says... One night. One night. She's she's gotten rid of all the diseases. She's back back full prime of her health. Scurvy has gone away. Eating lemons by the case. She's fucking loving life. What well, anyway, one night a friend of mine got married to her spiritual partner, Sean. And you know what they say, love is in the air. Right, there's two of them. And Jack and I ended up being intimate again for the first time in a few weeks. Oh man. The very next day. The scurvy was back with a vengeance. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not the scurvy. It'll creep up on you. <laughs> so then I started... It was only then she said she started to get really worried. <laughs> now something's wrong. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, she, she was whisked off the hospital for surgery after developing sepsis. Oh, gross. Which is not good. No, very bad. Um, I almost died and I was in the hospital for a week. I had to take my reading wig off. Reading, wait, reading wig. No, Sorry, no, I'm, I'm not going to do, no, no. do it. No, I'll do it. No, I'm not going to be that dude. Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> the reading wig. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> do you want a reading wig, Connor? <laughs> the wedding ring. I'm very sick. That's all right. I am too. Um, off when she basically took the wedding ring off when she went into surgery that must have cut the energy link between us because I felt totally different after the operation <laughs> might have been the op fuck <laughs> Sean are you saying this operation that she had to heal herself made her feel better and slightly different before she went into the operation I mean I would say it had an effect well I mean I think you're just a hater for love I do mm, look and I think that medicine is stronger than energy links. <laughs> <laughs> Down with that sort of thing now, right? As a man who would love some medicine not, right not now. on this holy podcast. I'm giving you non-stop energy links. <laughs> That's why we're both sick. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I reconnected with my own spiritual team. And I really saw a pattern about my health. I really saw alarm bells. He had previously been blocking communication with my spiritual team. She never says who her spiritual team is. Are they also spirits? 
See, I can't tell if they're spirits or they're the people that she gets to contact the spirits for her. Right, but he was blocking communication. He was blocking communication somehow. This is her story. <laughs> we can phone. only go off her witness report for what has occurred she, here. But she's unreliable at best, isn't she? I mean, that's an attack on her character that I don't think I stand by. I mean, it actually is. I shouldn't have said it. I'm you sorry. Don't. That's a bit mean now. She's clearly risen up and she's a very trustable source for all these pieces of information. She's she's queen of the ghosts. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, I really also oh, so I could see very very clearly that he had been stealing my energy. Oh, she no. says he's trying to come back. <laughs> um, so, uh, but Amanda sought help for a former close friend that warned her against the spiritual union. Right. Right. She said, I had one person who had turned around to me and said that he thought I was doing... What, what I was doing was dangerous. I had a big row with him when I picked up the phone and told him that I thought he was right. He and said, nah, 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 I told you so. The, and then it was a up. child, I'm assuming, who has <laughs> a slight bit of brain power. That seems bad. <laughs> You're six, what do you know? No, don't marry a ghost, Auntie Amanda. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, so... His reaction when I told him he had to leave was when he was that he was that he wasn't going to. So she confronted Jack. How <laughs> she's come to her friend. Yeah, her friend has said, "You, were, I was right. I don't want to rub it in. I was right, but you need to cut off the ties with this man." And let's just be clear here: I was right. Just, just be very fucking clear. <laughs> oh, sorry, actually, I'm allergic to fucking bullshit. Right? <laughs> I am right, Amanda. You dumb bitch is what he said. Now go home and break up your marriage. <laughs> With your ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she told Jack. It was a very emotional affair. Mm-hmm. She had to go home. She worked herself up into a frenzy. <laughs> she told Jack. His reaction when I told him he had to leave was that he wasn't going to. Okay? Oh, no. It was unbelievable. And, <laughs> and if I tried to have an exorcism and get rid of him, he was going to kill me, she says. Jesus this, this man is accused This ghost can't be trusted This ghost pirate He doesn't feel very fucking trustworthy now He's a very honest man is this he very, He's a bad boy Apparently he's a bad boy in the dead as well Oh man you thought he would have learned his lesson after the hanging No absolutely not It was terrifying Seeing a completely different side to the lovely spirit I had seen All of this story is how he made her so sick Yeah And continued to do so Yes and now it's now he's the bad guy. Also, Go on. she's never seen any side of him. Come on now. He's transparent. It's two-dimensional, yeah, that's true. And also doesn't exist. It's true, yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> what do you point. think she sees? Like an orb or some shit? They always see orbs, don't they? I don't know. Like, how much drugs does she have to be on here? Do you think it's drugs? That's an attack on her character. Um... I actually don't think it's drugs, which is scarier. Yeah. I think if it was, like, fucking LSD or meth or something, you could be like, fair enough. Yeah, her brain definitely thinks she's seeing something. Yeah, but the fact that I don't think she's on anything. Yeah. She's just crazy. Just like that. (laughs) Just like that. Crazy. Let's not throw around the C word. If we don't call this one crazy, (laughs) what do we have left? Just uh, two sick boys in one room. Um, if I knew in my heart, but if I knew in my heart that if I didn't get rid of him, my health was getting so bad that I was probably going to die anyway, she says. Oh, so she had to make the choice. The choice between debt and debt. 
It's a big choice. It's a big choice. I would, myself. Yeah. I would. At this point, I would choose death. I would choose death. Yeah. Uh, Incredibly, following the exorcism, Amanda says her health has drastically improved. After a course of antibiotics given to her. At an operation. Yeah. Yeah. She said previously I'd had an MRI scan, which showed that my bowel was perforated. Right? Christ. She's in a bad, bad way, Sean. But that's something that doesn't heal without surgery. So I had the exorcism, and incredibly, it healed up. Absolutely fine. I don't think a hospital would let you leave. No, I think so. If you're like, no, there's a hole <laughs> in your stomach. <laughs> you She's f- like, don't worry about it. I have an exorcism book next week. Don't, I have it covered. No. <laughs> Not allowed. Did somebody give her the mess? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've not had any more health problems or bowel problems at all since then, she says. I went to the hospital recently and the junior doctor called in a consultant because she was like, I've never seen this before. If I hadn't got the exorcism done, I think I'd definitely be going around very, very sick and possibly dead, she says. Now, Amanda has written a book about her experiences and says that she has sworn off all spiritual work. She says, I've quit it all because I'm terrified. Buy my book. The book is called, I'm not going to tell you because this woman does not deserve any sort of free advertisement. That's true. But I... This lady has written a book and about ghost exorcism, she married a 300-year-old pirate, then was surprised when the ghost of the pirate turned out to be evil, got her real sick, had to have an exorcism instead of a divorce. And now she has a book. And now she and, has a book. And she's selling for money. What the fuck are we doing with our lives, lads? Ooh, if, oh, man, if we could do that. We should do that. We should just write a terrible book and see if anyone buys just it. Just put it out. Just put it out. Put it on Amazon. Yeah. Just for, like, a, a, a euro. And for what? What we call it? Oh. Just tears for hire. Tears for hire. Yeah. And it's just a series of us rambling. Just ra- <laughs> And so- another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I ask you the humble question I always ask you. Why? What's going on here? Oh, she just wanted a book deal. This has been a long con. You think? I, oh. The headlines of that, we talked about it. We're yeah. the biggest news organisation there is. We are. Uh, like... She got her name out there. She had a ridiculous story. Then it got more ridiculous in that the ghost tried to kill her. Now it's going to be a book. Then it's going to be a sci-fi TV movie. Oh, God. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I'm actually... I'm thinking about it now. 300-year-old ghost. How does she think she's the hero in this story? I don't know. Because it just... If anything, it's encouraging other people to marry ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I know this particular story isn't, but the original story was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think in her head, she's like, I did a very normal thing. Yeah. Married a 300-year-old ghost pirate. Turned out the ghost pirate wasn't trustworthy. Yeah, now she's like, lads, I know you're all thinking it, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Trust me, I've lived. Yeah. And I think you should all stay away from your ghost boyfriends. Jesus. You know what I mean? Isn't there more important shit going on in the she, world? Like, there's, she's the person that, like, walk into, like, a flamethrower co- store, get burned to death. You're like, now, I've been through that. Yeah. And I think nobody else should go into that flamethrower store that sets off flamethrowers. Here's a book about flamethrowers. <laughs> I don't understand. No, but this is, like, she is going to be on... The, the, this morning this again. This morning, yeah. With hulls and... Scozers. Scozers and hulls. Like, she doesn't deserve that publicity that no. she's going to get. It. 
And we're, we're worse. We're, we're giving her the public. It. But at the same time, this is weird news that this lady has come back out. Uh, yeah, and we're not bound by broadcasting law. Oh, absolutely not. We don't give a shit. <laughs> no. We're giving her no pennies at all. We've attacked her character non-stop here. Absolutely, and you can do nothing about it. What's the ghost going to do? Well, if he's exercised, is he just gone? Well, he's ripped now. Because <laughs> he he's exercised. <laughs> That was actually pretty good for a sick boy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I guess he's just gone back to Davy Jones' locker. Maybe. Maybe. Do you, oh, man. Like, does she marry another ghost? She said she'd soar off the spirit How world. How do you find another boyfriend after this? What was your last relationship? You're not going to believe me. Okay. <laughs> ah, try me. No, no you're no, not. No, you're actually no, honest not going to believe me. No, do you think she'd just say it as normal? And, oh, as in like, Would it be oh, worse if she was like, oh yeah, well I was dating some guy and he was just bad for me, just a bad boy. Older man, you know. An older man, like a lot older. <laughs> and I just, I don't think I was ready for that kind of commitment. I'd say she could uh, like put it forward like that. Yeah. Than, it's a ghost. <laughs> married a ghost. <laughs> you know ghosts? I married them. It was our, like... The dog's detail is a bit weird as well. The fact that the dog didn't like the ghost was that, her birth, first major tip-off. It wasn't until she was in fucking hospital having an operation... Yeah, which that worked. Went, ...that she went, maybe this ghost isn't for me. Maybe he's not the man I thought he was. So, okay, we're overlooking this. The ghost got her ill. Yeah. Or did he? I, what was the cause of all this illness? Of the Ill- See, we, again, we only have her to rely on mm. as... The storyteller. So I don't like. I'd say it was just people get sick. <laughs> people get horrible, horrible illnesses, and there's no explanation. Especially when she spends so much energy trying to have sex with a ghost, and they're getting scurvy. I can only assume. I just. It makes no sense that it's because the ghost is. She has this nar- narrative of a ghost in her life. That whenever anything bad happens, surely it has to do with the ghost. Couldn't just be the fact that she doesn't eat well or exercise in any way. Exactly. Or is a mental person. Yeah. People get holes in their bowels. like Normal people. Normal people. And she's not... They're not all fucking But she says it cleared up once she had the exorcism shot. I have a feeling that's not true. Do you think so? I'd say... Is it one of those like belief things? Like, she believes that is the cause. Maybe, yeah. So then she projects that into reality in her own head. Yeah. People have lied about much more stuff. There's, like, this... The the thought that this is a lie isn't, you know, groundbreaking. So wait, so you're accusing her of not having a 300-year-old ghost parent? Husband? I am. Will she find love again? Probably. We'll obviously keep you updated on Amanda all of her life. Oh, yeah. Like, but our finger is on the pulse of this story. Which is better, 300-year-old ghost pirate or lady who had sex with 15 ghosts? Ooh. Amethyst realm. Amethyst realm. I think that story just has a certain je ne sais quoi. As they say. To it. Yeah. Whereas, I actively don't like this woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's an attack on her character. She wrote a book. And Amethyst would definitely also write a book. Amazon, Amethyst can't read. Amethyst would write a blog. <laughs> yeah, she'd be a blogger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Gossip Girl is based off Amethyst. I hope so. I hope that. I read that somewhere. Isn't Gossip Girl a man at the end? I look, I know, I think you're thinking of um, uh, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, am I? A was a guy. 
Fuck. Plus, spoiler for Pretty Little Liars. I've I have no basis for what that either show is about. I've actually never seen it either. Oh, but all I know is at the ending, I angered people. It was a How I Met Your Mother situation. Oh, okay. Did you ever watch Charmed? Uh, no, but I've seen it on E4 when I used to get sick on, yeah, when I was a kid. <laughs> that's why I watched Charmed. <laughs> did, you, did you see the end of No. They, they rebooted that. Did they reboot Charmed? I'm pretty sure they've rebooted Charmed. Oh, another sick day show. Oh, man. And here I are. am. Sick. This is Weird News Wednesday. <laughs> this is not Movie Mondays. These aren't even movies. Have you noticed that these shows have just gotten more just us chatting? Just having points. a bit of a chat. <laughs> so what can you do? <laughs> we stop halfway through a story like, did you hear about Janet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the format is gone. Like. <laughs> oh, man. We're old and haggard at this stage. Oh, good. Boom, Sean. a sad story. Oh. I'm actually quite emotional. It's just love is dead. She's she's the hero. She's the hero of all of our lives and and someone's afterlife maybe. <laughs> Depending on what she thinks. I, I really hope that um that story lives up to what I can remember it being. Yeah. I mean it got vote number 1, so I'm assuming people also like it as well. I think so, and I think it's it's got pirates. It's got it's pirates. Got ghosts. It's got, it's got ghosts. scandal. It's got exorcisms. It's got divorce. It's got marriage. It's all got it's, everything. All is missing. And it's got an animal in it. It does have an animal. All I... the best weird news <laughs> stories have animals. <laughs> Just means some ducks and you'll be grand. Exactly. So that is actually our best of weird news 2019 shot. What a year. It's been a very strong year, I think. A very weird year. A very weird year. And I'm really hoping the next year this time next year we're able to have an even stronger Ted if that was possible than this year I hope so and, and like I think we did well this year of we had a much bigger pool to pick from yeah. in terms of ones that we thought were excellent I had to get really harsh on, not to say that we're good but like I was like I had to go through each episode and I like marked them all out and I had I had over 80 I think at one stage yeah, of just stories and I was like I have to whittle it down to do a poll but you can't put 80 on a poll because then everything will get one vote yeah it's- so I was like right we'll put down to 30 or 25 and so I just got so harsh that I was like woman married a ghost right because I got rid of the woman who married her dog the woman who married her duvet there was a woman who was in a relationship with a Boeing 747 the zombie sex doll zombie sex doll that was in the that was in the top 30. Right. Because I was like, zombie sex doll's pretty good. Um, you had the man who's marrying his own sex robot. Or that his own sex recent. doll. Yeah. That was only last week. That so, like, this is all fairly strong stuff that I was, I was really pleased. I was like, oh, we actually don't. There's a lot of dog shit, but there, one or two is not bad. Yeah, 80 out of however many. Five million. <laughs> but it was nice that people were around to vote on it as well. Yes. The, like, the response we got was really, really, like, it was it was class. This genuinely could not have been done without people voting on this because we had no idea where to start. Right? Yeah, and and I also think like the people voting on this, their stories I would not have remembered really. Yeah, but now that I remember, I'm like, oh, that is that's that's a really funny one. I forgot all about the hens and the LSD at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, but and then I read them and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> class <stories. laughs> But uh, well, see, I don't remember that. I just remember did we have fun that when we were talking about it? Because yeah. I remember laughing when we were doing it. Yeah, no, I can't. Okay, yeah, that's good. I always, I always worry that we just laugh and we find it funny. Oh, yeah, it's, that's that's always the worry. But if other people are voting for it, I guess uh, you that, like that's it. That's okay. Bit. That's okay. So that is actually the end of the very special top ten weird news stories. Sean's going to have lots of fun editing this. I mean, uh, he already has because you've already listened to it. Yeah, clearly, so, I had a great New Year's Eve. 
<laughs> have fun, boo. <laughs> so, um, do you want to take us out, John? Yes, thank you, everyone, very much for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays, the special top ten episode. And thank you very much for listening all through this year. We really do appreciate it. We've had a great year doing it, and hopefully you'll stick around for 2020. Really hoping so. Yeah. Um, big thank you, super big thank you to all our patrons who support us over on Patreon. You guys make this show a hell of a lot easier to do, and it's really encouraging to see all, all of you supporting us. Mm. Uh, if you want to join those people, there's a link in the description, or it's patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast. There's no tears, so... There's, there's no tears, it's just whatever you want to do to support the podcast however much you want to give or if you just want to support the podcast the best thing you can do is by telling one human being that we exist just a one just the no. one maybe two because it's new year okay maybe maybe two yeah tell all your family write it in fireworks <laughs> pick your favorites from your family <laughs> and then don't tell them yeah. save them from this <laughs> Tell them to run away. <laughs> we are on all of the social medias. Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Or if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, send them to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Very good. I think that's it yeah, for the year. That, I think that is it for this year of Weird News Wednesday, Sean. We wow. had Christmas Day off. Took Christmas Day off. The one day off a year. But we've come back strong, I think. We've come back strong and we'll be back on Friday for Hero Zero. Mm-hmm. Monday with Movie Mondays and next Wednesday with the first Weird News Wednesday of 2020. Very good. Thanks. I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. I'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.